you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The Care for me, care for me. I know you're there for me, there for me, there for me. Said you'd be there for me, cry for me, cry for me. He said you die for me, give to me, give to me. Why won't you live for me? We giving you and living for you, you every week at the friend zone. Yeah, it's kind of hard to speak to y'all with the bullshit. So we telling y'all every week to bull quit. Cause we got the beats, the flows, and we knows what to do and does and does, does. Do, Ray, me, so five I T. I want to ride that white pony. Hey, D, you've been dropping that beat. You've been flowing and going. Now it's time to groove the feet. Kick out cry your hands on, on the friend zone and sit in give your throne. To me, give to Cause me. it's time Why to. Why won't you live for me? Why won't you live for me? Why don't you live for me? Sometimes you got to beg and plead You got to get on your knees and just ask for what you need See if you want to make it to your anniversary Then I'm gonna need you to listen up to me See it's about you motherfucking mility And uh, just knowing when to concede And just let the other person be right Sometimes, sometimes you got to make it just laugh Ship us a rhyme Sometimes you got to just do what you got to do And now the beat is skipping just like Timber Land shit used to uh, And that is how we just freak it up When you mess it up You got to get on your butt And then you land on your feet And just have a move they see And know that Dustin Ross is the truth You can't compete And just know that this is what I do every week And just know that Asante will go And freak the beat And he just Cry Won't you, won't you live for me, live for me, live for me, well, won't you, won't you live for me. And in true Lauren Hill fashion, we did this shit last night, but it ain't going to show up till tomorrow. <laughs> Bam. Hell, hell to the motherfucking no. Okay. So I don't know no, what no, the fuck no. we about to do there today. You go right there. If that's how you start this shit right here. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, that's What's how you break that on down, like a pound. Because I... <laughs> 
I can't pretend. That's what Lauren Hill be saying. That's what Lauren Hill be saying. I can't pretend. My chakras ain't lined up. I can't pretend. Oh, she probably sounds so good singing it too. Oh my God. No. And then she's singing it in fast forward like she do now. I can't pretend, no. What's it gonna be? Cause I can't pretend. What's it gonna be? More than friends. Only gonna be more than friends. That's how Lauren Hill cover song. In concert now, I want somebody to pay three thousand dollars for a motherfucking ticket to our show, and call her Miss Lauren Hill. Look, look, if look, I gotta say it, I'm I saying that you, fast too, Miss Lauren Hill. I'm gonna say it under my I breath. Miss Lauren Hill. I laughed Shit. my ass off when I saw the flyer because the flyer is real cute and militant. It's like MLH and NAS, and I'm like, oh my god, who's M- oh, Miss Lauren Hill? Right. I was so thrown. Try by to that. find Lauren Hill on title if you want to. No, it is. They didn't change Miss every Miss with a period. I could not believe that. I was like, this is a change that I am not going to do. You know, she believe in love or whatever. I guess that's what threw her off the rails in the first place. So my thing is, what if you get married? We got to go through all this change again. Don't look at me, Dustin. I'm not looking at you. Why well, she asking us? Why won't you live for me, Lauren? I'm not going to look at you. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your <laughs> weekly look into all things mental health, oh, mental wellness, goodness. and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Who in the hell wants a musty, crusty, dusty-ass motherfucking brain? Never going to be me. Hey, friend. Hi, Dustin. What's going on, boo? How are your weekends? My weekend was good. It was really good. Let's How talk was about you, black woman. Oh, right. Let's talk about you. <laughs> it's back, dark- y'all. Black is back. You just kept your black intact. Yeah. You just kept your black intact. Right? It's back, y'all. She in here looking like a caramel cake. Damn, friend. You look delicious. <laughs> delicious. Like Doris. Delicioso. That's what friend looks like right there. You look good, friend. I'm telling you. Oh, shout out to Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah, shout Jamaica out to Jamaica. It was so dope. Jamaica, Jake's Hotel Jamaica. on Treasure Beach. We stayed there the first three days, and then we went into Kingston the last two days for my meet and greet on Saturday. Thank you to everyone who came through. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, the retreat on Sunday. And actually, before I move on, the meet and greet on Saturday was hilarious because so many people came and were disappointed that Asante and Dustin <laughs> weren't there. Listen, y'all heard we was disappointed with y'all that we right. was not in Jamaica. Okay. <laughs> you think we don't want to go to Jamaica? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hmm. Let's ponder <laughs> hmm, that. Hmm, right. <laughs> but it was amazing. So much love. So much support. And it. Even when I got to the airport, the T, the women working at TSA were like, "We love you. Yes, <laughs> welcome. Yes. You know, we listen to the friend zone. So that so was just grateful. Set yes. the tone. So thank you guys for the worldwide love. Um, thank you, Kingston. Thank you, Irie and Ital, who are the it was the org that brought us to Jamaica, um, made up of Carlene, Dieka, and Justine. They are a, an amazing team of women bringing positive, empowering change to Jamaica, and we have a ton of projects in the works. So, so nice, I'm so excited. Dope. And of course, we got to try to figure out how to get friend zone to Kingston because. <laughs> No, I love the demand was baby. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Asante? You little travel bird. Yes, the tour has been finished oh. for Furious Thoughts Live. This leg of the tour, I should say. I okay. don't know what else is in store, but right. this Second past weekend, half of the year is coming up soon. Uh, we killed it. We rocked out in Toronto. It was such an amazing time to touch down in Toronto. I have to give each city its individual section because Toronto, first stop of this past weekend. 
they had to open dispensaries, so I got oh. to buy weed legally. And oh. whenever I can do that, I have to just shout out that I did it. Shackles off my feet. <laughs> okay, look, where Mary, where are Tina and Erica at? Okay, because that's what was happening in the dispensary. Okay, that look, what feet kicking up that water like Beyonce and Freedom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Freedom. Okay, <laughs> what you want from me? So it was always amazing. It's always amazing being back in Canada. We got to hit Diner's Corner. It seemed like they closed down the restaurant for us. You know, it felt real. I was doing Bow Wow Challenge all weekend. Oh my okay, God, like stop. it was dead in the restaurant at that hour. And so I was like, they shut down the restaurant uh, for your boy. No. <laughs> and then when we got off one of the flights, the, uh, me and Alex, we always be snapping and doing our little song. But we was right there like on the tarmac. So I was like, it's like we, I could do the Young Thug video out here. And I was like, Bow Wow Challenge. So I was <laughs> doing it in front of the plane and the pilots kept waving. And so we Stop redid the snap it. like several times. And it was waving, doing the deuces out and everything. No, not the pilots. Yes, yes, they were. It was amazing. <laughs> we were showing out. So that happened. It was amazing being in Toronto. Uh, DC definitely showed up and showed out. Congratulations to y'all for getting the uh, one show that had a mistake. Uh, we will call this, or it has been called Mike Gate. Uh, thank you for participating, DC and Mike Gate. It felt real scandal-like. I liked it. I loved it. I wanted more of it. If you weren't at the show, you just aren't going to know what the fuck that was about. So ask the internet. Secret. And for the last stop of the show, Charlotte, y'all showed up. Hey, Char- Charlotte. You want to talk about Southern Hospitality? The young ladies that were working the show for Charlotte brought us food afterwards. They bought us some good Southern food. Okay, I'm talking catfish, mac and cheese, collard greens, sweet tea, all that. Mm. And they took care of your boy in the back end. So everything was great. Loved Southern hospitality. Uh, Favorite places in the world had to be the last three cities. Like Canada is right there, but, you know, it's not right there in D.C. It's right right there. there It's ratchet. You know, Charlotte, Southern. So... I'm just so happy to have been on the Furious Thoughts live tour. Look out for more of me this year and other places. And I can't wait to just travel across the pond again with the Friend Zone for the Shout Out uh, Live Network. Yes. Live shows. Let's do this, London. Can't wait to see y'all. London, we're almost there. Almost there. Right? That's so exciting. And not to mention, I mean, we can't say it just yet, but just know that the live shows are being resurrected. Oh, my God. With the first date being in August. That's right. And we will announce that's actually our two-year anniversary anniversary show yes how crazy is that come pop bottles with a with a real one (laughs) (sighs) so we'll be announcing which city that will be very very soon as soon as we get that squared away and then of course which cities will be following that's right yes second half of the year is gonna be a strong one that's right y'all ready to jump into the show yes we are (laughs) no (laughs) i answer for both (laughs) if you ask me i'm never ready (laughs) <laughs> no If you ask me I'm never ready In today's edition Of what the lyrics Should have been Okay <laughs> it's Especially ooh, for ooh, one ooh, ooh, ooh. You want to th- On a live mm. <laughs> So on last week's show Locks we- change <laughs> <laughs> Got the locks changed uh, On no. last week's show We had Dustin Take It Away where we discussed Bill Maher whether comedy should shift along with the changing sorry (laughs) whether comedy should shift along with the changing times um, or if people should just you know deal with it deal with the fact that jokes are jokes and as always a lot of you had a lot to say what stood out to you Asante I want to shout out one Jordan in the emails his subject title is trying not to be offensive Mm. Hey, guys, I'm an up-and-coming 20-year-old black comic in NYC. I've always found comics that have mastered how to attack offensive topics without offending fascinating. I will say it is way easier talking about something offensive as a comic if you are a minority. 
but any comic can master the art of taking of talking about something potentially offensive. Louis C.K. is perfect about that. I want to be able to disarm the crowd so they can laugh. I'm trying to master it myself, but the only problem is learning. In order to learn, I have to go on stage and do the joke. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get laughs, sometimes it gets quiet, and I feel like a dick. I always try to play with the wording with my jokes so I can find a way to make the crowd focus on the joke. And I thought that was a really dope comment, Jordan. Like, you know, you are young, you're still learning, and especially when you're a performer, <clears throat> you do have to go through trial and error to mm-hmm. figure things out. And especially with you being younger, you know, you're learning things as you go. You're growing every day, finding out new information, finding out better ways to be wittier every day. Bill Maher is seasoned in this motherfucking game, so he knew more than what the fuck he should have, could have, would have been doing up there. So, no excuse for him. But you wasn't caping for him, Jordan. So I'm just glad a young comic like you is actually taking the time out to learn and see that you ain't just out here cracking jokes. You have to actually learn the art to it and become, and you're being aware of that. So, shout out to you, Jordan. What yeah. stood out to you in the comments, friend? And I just have to say, I love that we're, that we were able to reach a young comic. That's what I was right? hoping. I was hoping that comics that listen right. to the show <clears throat> will feel like, oh, shit, a show where we get to learn something, you know, because right? we're trying to cover as many topics as possible. So that's dope. Um, for me, Isaiah Izzy G on hey, SoundCloud Izzy G. said, look at Bernie Mac. He started his career making incredibly offensive jokes, but when he started to create his show about his family, he comedically questioned a good number of the beliefs he held and things he used to say. And that's why Bernie is a legend. Rest, yes. in, rest in peace. R.I.P. Right? Mm. <sighs> what about you, Dustin? What about In These Streets? In These Streets. In These Streets. <laughs> Sounds like it's in your teeth. I had to pull it all the way from the back of my neck like Mavis Staples be doing. <laughs> oh! It's a pool. So anyway, that's what's in these streets this week. Great tweets. Y'all know that I love it when you guys are on topic about the things that we discuss, like at Flow, C-H-L-O-G-O-T-F-L-O, who said, I love look at Dustin's perspective on the apology versus consequence on Friends on Pod. Thank you so much for listening. We love the fact that you're even paying attention enough to get to that point in the show. Thank you. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the hilarious uh, Twitter account, Shady Music Facts. It's at the Shady Facts, F-A-C-T-S. And they tweeted, never forget when Beyonce showed up at a country music award show pissing off racists everywhere. And it's pictures from her performance at the oh, CMAs. Wow. I just thought that was a good that refresher. Was... It, brought, it just made me feel good to think about <laughs> that. Because I know they didn't do nothing but just seethe. They were so angry to see her up there on that stage, killing it, being And cameras were everywhere. So they and had she to... brought back the Dixie <clears throat> Chicks. Okay, the Dixie motherfucking chicks. It was amazing. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Brandy Elise at BVIR. Ooh, Brandy Elise at <laughs> B-V-I-V-R-A-N-T, who said, hey, look at Dustin. My you nephew owns this shirt because of you. Shirt reads, it's all about the streets, a.k.a. in these streets. The friends on it. It's the cutest oh baby with a little T-shirt that says all about the streets. What an <laughs> adorable little boy. So shout out to him, to, to that Twitter account for that. Um, I also, um, on the Humbug, want to give a shout out to 
Um, Jerry Seinfeld, of all people, for curving Kesha on the red carpet. <laughs> I'm at that event, at some event or whatever, and she tried to hug Jerry Seinfeld, and he was like, hi. She was like, I can't have a hug. And he was like, no. He refused to the hug way her. he said it, he like, Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Like, no. I mean it, girl. Like, what's your problem? And God, later on, he no. said that, you know, he doesn't hug strangers, and he just he literally didn't know who she was. And I just felt like that was real. Yeah. I thought it was really, really real. (laughs) She's had a rough year. I mean... Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, shout out to at shout out to uh at Reglasho at R E G R E G A L A S S H O E. Um, also name. cauliflower who said now we laminate it and keep it forever because they love their auntie crystals and their cousin kid fury and what it was was a drinking game that they made up about listening to the read and it says what to take one sip if this happens take two sips if this happens take three sips if this happens and then it says finish your drink if dustin is on the show oh. and i thought it was such a cute it was such a cute little drinking game so shout out to them for Adorable. being so smart and then the last tweet i want to well two there's one there's a final tweet and then this is the next to last tweet <laughs> it's from Brooklyn the city um brooklyn hey, carter who said when your baby is mad that the when your baby is mad that the mannequin won't pick her up and oh my with God, the cutest baby girl yes. standing next to the mannequin because oh, yes. standing next to the mannequin's leg because the mannequin won't pick her up <laughs> oh adorable y'all know the kids give me every week oh so sorry y'all one last no, the final two one. tweets okay oh, so at you are l-e-a-d-e-r your leader <laughs> underscore who says she took gender reveal to a whole other motherfucking level. And it's a pregnant lady. Um, she's obviously at her baby shower and her gender reveal. She has an umbrella with all of this blue fog, like cobalt blue, royal blue fog coming up out of the umbrella. It's like a, a fog machine. Wow. She opened the umbrella wow. and all that blue fog comes out. That Is was it her me gender. or gender reveal parties like? a hit right now I feel like I keep seeing them right. all. Yeah. Is that always been a thing it was not to me it I've was never not, been to a gender reveal party they had, they had one at the strip we club little, stop I said you know what y'all are really <laughs> I believe that flyers no, I believe. I had a flyer they do everything at the strip club are you kidding mm-hmm. <laughs> kids birthdays okay so the last tweet that I want to highlight <laughs> the very last tweet that I want to <laughs> highlight comes from, oh God, too. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. At Turtle with a Pen. This is the tweet At Turtle episode. with a Pen, it said, us during the Black Panther credits. And it's a gif of all these yes. like 100 black people hustling on the beach, oh doing an electric, shot, an electric slide on the beach. And we are going to be excited at the Black Panther movie. So happy about that. Last tweet I want to highlight comes from none other than Hey Friend Hey. What? Who tweeted three days ago, the art of being connected to everything and attached to nothing at Calabash Bay. I hope I said that right. She is on a dock looking so at peace, looking out at the water. It's one of the most beautiful pictures ever. Oh, so thank you. Shout out to Fran. That's Look, it. Look, I made it. Hey, Fran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you, you sure that's the last mm-hmm. one? I mean, I could keep, you know. <laughs> that's it I'm done y'all ready for this week's show yes All right, this is gonna be a wild card episode friends about to sing (laughs) y'all ready no so uh, on snapchat one of our listeners I'm sorry I'm just so bad at catching your names on snapchat it's It's snapchat it just moves too fast it is snapchat Um, on snapchat someone asked us have you ever been ghosted? 
And have you ever been the one to ghost? Now, <laughs> why are you laughing like that? For those who don't know what the term means, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban That's the Dick. only place we can find it. Um, it says when a person, male or female, leads on another person into thinking they're interested in them. After leading on this individual, they ghost. <laughs> and disappear (laughs) this is usually indicated from no responses through text phone call or email ghosting is performed by selfish people and what and ones who don't believe in karma look at urban dictionary getting all deep (laughs) right they didn't hire right they got a budget (laughs) (laughs) it's just because what goes around most certainly comes around somebody was bitter with this submitted what's their username simeek simeek is sad simeek meek wrote that shit (laughs) i'm gonna tell the truth if i speak (laughs) so who would like to start have you been ghosted have you ghosted yes start with have you ghosted? Yes. <laughs> Tell us about it. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So can I start Dustin with the other has one his first? Head down already. Let me, I'm gonna start with the other one first because I wasn't. I didn't always go Casper on people. That wasn't my thing. My mo. I had been Caspered before, like ghosted, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was talking to somebody. Everything was real cool. Everything was going like great direction. And then they stop answering their phone. And I'm one of those people that like to give a lot of attention and I like to receive as much attention as I possibly can as well. Mm -hmm. And it was like real reciprocal. And then one day the nigga was gone. And I was like, I think this nigga's dead or something because I know that I'm not sitting up here being crazy. (laughs) Not dead. (laughs) He had to be dead because the fact that I had texted him five times in one hour, which is excessive for me. You know, I don't text at all. What were you doing? The question marks? The multiple question marks? No, there was questions. Okay, so like I I gave like the regular hit up, like the what's up, then they didn't respond. So then I sent something funny like I normally do. Then I sent like, like, are you okay? And then I just sent something else. Like it was a song, like, you know, like a ghost song or something smart, which is always annoying. But people respond to annoying things. And then I called once, and then I text again, and I was like, okay, I guess this nigga ghosted me. Two days later, I see that I was obsessed, I'm not going to lie, because everything was going great. Two days later, I'm in the message thinking, like, I just need to delete this shit. I'm not going to talk to this nigga. And I saw where the dots were coming up because he was about to say something. <gasps> what? And so I left that shit alone. I was like, this is some bullshit, and I don't know why this happened to me. And for the longest, I had to, like, really dig deep inside anyway and be like, okay, well, I know that I'm good anyway, and I like this person, but was it this long? And then I had to really say, do I believe in closure? What would that even mean to me? What was even the problem? Like, I had to tell myself, nigga, this is not you. Stop asking yourself all these questions. But then after a while, I started to realize, because this was something that happened earlier on, as I continued to date, I started to realize I like to be ghosted. Like, if you're done, and and this is it, because nine times out of ten, I feel like niggas lie. Or they just make some shit up or they cop out. And so I used to sit... it's easier. Yeah. So sometimes I would sit with niggas and, like, we would have our talks and they would, like, you know, say why we weren't going to talk no more or whatever or just friends. And I'm sitting up here, like, I would just say right out, like, I wish you would have ghosted me. Like, this would be a lot easier if your ass just would have stopped coming around and I would have just had to not think about you no more. Like, it's easier for me. And so then I kind of started to ghost people. Like... (laughs) But it was, it's more so in the respect of I wasn't leading people on. I kind of just, like, if we're not talking no more, if we had a falling out and I tell you that we're not going to talk no more, we're not going to talk no more. So that's not necessarily a, a ghosting situation. 
But I feel like more often than not, in those types of situations where I try to cut people off, I kind of like my conscience gets pulled back in a little bit. And so then I kind of, after some time, say, oh, should you pull back in? And then I just stop altogether all over again. (laughs) And then, like, if I bump into that person later on at some point, I use the excuse of, well, I told you initially I wasn't doing that shit no more, but then you pulled me back into it. Like, I still have to take the accountability that I got back into it. Right. But then I cut it off because I was like, if I don't just cut this shit off cold turkey, I'm never going to cut it off. So I just became Casper my damn self. (laughs) Well, maybe not Casper. What was the uncle's? There was, like, the fat one. I was that one because he was always eating because I'm just kind of like in the background living my life eating and shit while niggas are nigging. And it's just the most annoying thing. So I like a Casper. I have a Casper mattress. I like a Casper. <laughs> you know, when we're done, if we can't have if you can't have an adult conversation with me about being done, be Casper. I think that that is a one. I would appreciate it. I like it. Well, speaking of Casper, I love my Casper mattress, and I cannot wait to try them Casper pillows. I can't wait to they try them pillows. Casper. They have pillows and sheets. I want the Casper sheets. I want sheets. the Passer sheets. pillows and sheets, too. They have the, and, and their sheets are uh, the bamboo material. So. Nice. Uh, right. I can't. Can you wait to try yours, Asante? I can't wait I can't to try wait. mine. Yeah, I can't wait so to go funny. on my Casper sheets mattress. pillows will go on my Casper mattress. That okay. I love. Let's okay, be clear. Okay, that I absolutely <laughs> I mean, it blew me love. away when I opened the box. The fact that this isn't an ad. <laughs> okay. Y'all really love Look, <laughs> I can tell the difference of not being in my bed. What about you, Dustin? Have you, let's start with the juicier one. Have you been ghosted? Well, I don't believe I have any information. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Jeff Sessions my way the fuck up out of this conversation. I don't recall that. Someone say he sounds like Blanche Devereaux. He and look like her too. <laughs> Shout out to Claude because that was you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Claude. He do sound like a Southern Belle. Look, Santa Claude. (laughs) Santa Claude. That's his name on Twitter. (laughs) He's so silly. (laughs) Okay, have I been ghosted? Yes. (gasps) Who ghosted you? What I've learned. (laughs) I love the pause. What I've learned in my life is that there's only two reasons that you get ghosted. Either it's your fault and you have erred in some way. Yep. Okay. Or the person is already in a situation and doing something that they really don't have any business doing ethically or morally. <laughs> and so they decide that the water is too hot in the hot tub and they take them toes out. <laughs> and then you're like, what's up? And you never hear from them again. But then you find out eventually, you know, everything comes out in time. Mm-hmm. Can we have an eventually pause? In a, in a, eventually. <laughs> Like, Jam. Shout, shout out, out to, to Team Impala. Yes. And we ain't <laughs> talking about the Chevy. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah. Um, so, have I been ghosted? Yes. One time um, I was hanging around somebody a whole, whole lot and they were, I, I, was, I was leading them on. I'm mm. a real guy. I can say what was going on. I was leading the person on. But it wasn't that I was leading them on with the intention of misleading them. I just wasn't sure if I was if I could handle what they were ready for and creating and pushing forward. And so I went along with the shit because I knew that it was a good thing. And this person is doing fantastic right now. They're in a really good place. I'm I'm in a great place. You know what I'm saying? Like so, there's peace there. Right. But they they I did something I didn't have any business doing and that happened then there's been other times where like i've been out of town maybe this is way back way a long time ago i would be like out of town or something like that and you know you meet someone and 
you guys have you guys know I love like moments and magical, mm-hmm. you know, like memorable connections. Mm-hmm. So you meet someone <laughs> and then you you know you'll have a connection and then you go home and maybe you continue the communication mm-hmm. for a while, but one of you goes ghost. You know, sure. I've had people go ghost on me. Come to come to find out they were in relationships or whatever, which I was never trying to be in anyway. So I would have really like, you know, been with the shit, but whatever. So I, I do know though, speaking from a mature perspective that those are the reasons that you get ghosted. Either you have aired in some way right. or the person is doing something that would prohibit them morally from engaging with you in the first damn place. Hmm. And they would decide to withdraw. Hence niggas nigging. <laughs> Um, let's see. I've never been ghosted. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, why the- would you? <laughs> <laughs> Baby hair pumping, you lip gloss are shining. Smelling <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay. No, no, no. I've never been ghosted. I think the closest I've come to it, and this is actually really fucking funny. <laughs> I When I found out what had happened, I was like, wow, people are wild. <laughs> this dude. So, okay. So when I was in college, I was engaged. That's what? not something most people know. I, was about to say, I ain't never known that. Yes, I. The summer before college, the the guy I was with, we'd been together for a long time. Um, he was like tripping about the fact that I was going away to college, and so he got it in his head that he should propose to me, so that I would kind of wow. keep me in check. And I was so young; I was eighteen. So in my mind, I was like, "Damn, if I say." No, I'm gonna lose my mm-hmm. relationship because I loved it. He was great, one of my favorite people. We were great friends. Um, but then I felt kind of forced to say yes. You know, I didn't. I was 18. I knew I wasn't gonna marry right. him, so I just said yes. I was like, whatever, we'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> when the time comes, I'm leaving anyway. It's, it's right, hard to say right. no. Someone proposed to you, you know. And the ring no, is so beautiful. I still have it. And I remember when I went to school, people were like, "Bitch, what? Is, <laughs> what the fuck? You're like 10 oh, no. years old." <laughs> My professors were like, what? <laughs> Old and miserable. I can't even get no You know, you might hear my still shit in yellow. Like okay, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and bling in white. Right. Hello. <laughs> so I, when I went up to school, I was really dope. Like I didn't, I didn't cheat. I didn't. I, that's sad that I have to say that. That's really sad. But I was real true. faithful or whatever, so you know. <laughs> but I was really good. Um, but it was hard on us. Like I was away a lot. And there was a time where we kind of took a break and I started seeing someone that lived not he didn't go to my college, but he lived in the area Uh and he we'd always see each other and we kind of started dating. To be honest, nothing serious happened. Like I didn't I never even slept with him or anything. We would just chill and hang out. And, you know, it was just nice. Um, Then when I was going back to New York, though, the dude got sensitive you know because he knew because i kept it real with him i told him like i'm on break with someone that i love and i'm engaged with and he he thought he could change your mind no he was just so hurt about it because he was like she's gonna go back to this dude you know if she goes back to new york so he um had a friend of his call me like all panicky one day and was like yo he just got arrested like something about him getting arrested and like i forget what they made up so I didn't hear from him for like two years. Like he just disappeared. Damn. I know, and it was crazy. And then time passes, and I see him, right? And I was like, "Yo, what? Like what happened? You were in jail this whole time. Like, you don't look like you been did a bit. 
<laughs> right. And meanwhile, he tells me, he's like, yo, can I be honest, as psycho as this is about to sound? He was like, I didn't go to jail. I just made my friends say that because I was so hurt that Damn. I had to make anything <sighs> up to Damn. never see you again. And that's the only thing we could think of. Like that made that you know, like he was like, I wasn't I didn't have like the strength myself to just dead you. So I had to like think fast. And his friend was like, I'll just tell her you got locked up. And then we deaded it. And that was that. Damn. Ain't that crazy? Wow. Because he said but he didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, bro. In a super, right. in a, I was all hurt. Like, he's in jail. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, wow. as, as hurt as you was that he was locked up, you know, it was going to break his heart to see you leave. <laughs> that's what he said. He was like, I had, to, I had to come up with that shit. And he, so that's why when I left to New York and I came back, I literally never heard from him again. Never heard from him again. And the funny thing is he actually contacted me like a year ago and he found me on Instagram. He was like, wow, like your life is amazing. And he was like, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> like he wrote me like a whole long message. For nothing. For nothing. You know what I, I'm like, bro, that's old. Like I was like 10 years old. <laughs> this dude that I ghosted back when I lived in Atlanta saw me. Oh, He's, that you ghosted? Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, when I was in Atlanta, when we went for that Marriott trip, <laughs> I said, you remember I went to the club that night? Yeah, I do. I went to the club. Oh. You wasn't going to no, go into the club. I was like, you know, good and goddamn. I was like, let's go. <laughs> so at the club, I saw this dude that I ghosted, and he was like, looking at me, he's like, oh, you know, I'm so happy for you, everything that happened. And he was like, so why did you stop talking to me? <laughs> And I was I like, like that. He just came look, out and said look, it. and I was like, well, since we can just go ahead and get this out the way. <laughs> and I told him straight up, I was like, everything that you wanted to do, I wasn't with. Like, there were parts of you that I got to know, but not an, like, I don't want to say too much. About but it was great. It was just great to bump into someone and be able to tell them why I ghosted them. So for him, I'm sure it was a big weight off his shoulders to tell you why he ghosted you, because I know it didn't feel good for him to do that. Because it didn't feel good for me to ghost this person that I I left, but I couldn't do it. Like, but I think that's childish, though. It very Isn't much it childish to ghost somebody. It super not, is. Like, why couldn't he just straight up be like, "Hey, I don't know how to deal with this because I feel like you're gonna go back to homeboy, and I'm not trying to get caught up in like a triangle or I don't know how I feel about you." Is that you what bullshit. he was saying? Well, yeah, that's what he said. He was like, "I just." I was in love with you and I the thought of you like coming back from New York and being like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. He said he just didn't even want to like the he didn't even want to deal with the possibility of that being what I was going to come back thinking. Right. So this was just easier for him. He didn't want to face that like the finality of of that. He didn't want to have that moment where if he would have said that to you you would have had to respond to him and he would have had to face whatever you had to say and that's a very, very challenging place to arrive mm-hmm. right you know what i mean and so he probably just could not bring himself to do it and it's so much easier to just run so you just ghost right. them but sometimes you, you like you need to ghost people you very much so. yeah so like, very much you, so. how, have you ghosted a lot yep. of people you have <laughs> i love the yup sure have and why give us at least sometimes one story you have why to. sometimes you have to sometimes it's I was sometimes dating a leo friend you know how leos can be <laughs> Sometimes you, sometimes people show you things about them that are completely contradictory to what you thought they were about. And when you get that, it's time for you to make a decision on whether or not you want to be close with and interact with that version of that person. That and I get. that's an opportunity to say no more. 
I mean, if you're doing it because you're protecting yourself, there you go. Like I a rubber. get it. <laughs> but if you're doing it because you just don't know how to communicate to the person that you're no longer interested, oh, no. that's mm-hmm. why I think it's problematic. I think that's a little cowardly. Exactly. But and I childish. think that sometimes, and yeah, it is childish. But sometimes you just got to be like that. That's sometimes, friend, like, yeah, sometimes, like, you just be like, you know what? I just, I cannot, what am I supposed to say? Like, cannot, it's hard for you sometimes to just, yeah. So you just be like, I just ain't going to say nothing. Friend, I've dated, you know, friend, <laughs> you know my Baskin Robbins 32 flavors. My preferred flavor Do used to be Dominican. My, and, I know and that. And you know they Do crazy. you block them? I don't yes. block. I block. You don't block? I don't block. To me, that's like to my dying. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't block. But, oh. like, I, you know. Listen. If you are in my phone, I'm not going to block you because if I decide I'm not going to talk to you, I have the willpower to never talk to you again because I have a reason to. Right. And I just, every time I have the desire to talk to you, I'll think about why I'm not and it'll bring me back to one. It's like a dream come. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I ain't saying if I don't talk, that's why like Candy cutting that girl off from Escape because she went on the radio and lied oh and said she had slept with somebody. Candy said, unless you go on the radio and say you was lying, I'm never speaking to you again. And the look on her face when she was waiting for her apology in the studio. Not still present day. <laughs> Candy was like, yeah, this is all nice. We didn't, we've made up. But you are going to what, friend? Atone. I feel like she still had her purse in her hand, you like ready to Tony leave Braxton, your sins, okay? <laughs> oh no, not Tony. Period. You going to Tony Tone Tone, your sins? <laughs> when you, I have to go to the Spanish boys. Spanish are people are crazy. Oh. Spanish people are crazy. You can tell in someone the best no. Ways, I mean, no, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like Ooh, a dance. That's a choreography. <laughs> but you know how I'm like, really, I'm affectionate okay and spanish boys are like really clingy to that affection okay mm-hmm. which you know is ain't that I what like. you would want no which right. i like it makes me feel like i'm needed and so like i want to be there but until like when you realize certain things about people like Dustin said like if i realize that you the kind of spanish that's never gonna leave washington heights like i, I can't i can't stay there you know I, it's cute for now <laughs> But I can't be there. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make a decision. And sometimes you just got to. You got to make a decision sometimes. <laughs> I'm so you mad gotta be at y'all. Up. Listen, I've, I have broken up with people and then been called back and said, this is not over. And then wow. I just had to be like, yes. Oh <laughs> or be like, I'll show you it is. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yo, the balls. I've never but done see, that to someone been like, it's not over. <laughs> That's Oh, I intense. would totally do that. But <laughs> but the thing is, right, I don't play about that declaration of the relationship being in established nor being over. Mm. Like, those are two very final things. And that's why, you know, I, I like Asante said, N-words are going to N-word. And I will N-word and tap dance <laughs> and Millie Rock and footwork my way all around that. No. But if we decided that's what we were about to do... Don't play with me saying that the relationship is over because once you say that, it is, it is over and yep, it is time then to ghost. And the crazy you part know? is, I am the same way. And you want to know nothing to play about. And the funny part is, I'm the same way. Going back over this conversation is the fact that you're being told that the relationship is not over when you're not even in a relationship. Oh, that's the so you thought, <laughs> right? Until you wake up one day and be like, God damn, we really doing this? Like. Wow. Yep. I've only ghosted one person. But (laughs) 
It's because, and it was. <laughs> See, I'm like, so I had to. You had to. <laughs> I don't even know what happened, right. but you I can. Had you had to, to friend, didn't you? Friend. had to. The reason I ghosted was because <laughs> <laughs> this is that polyamorous dude. Remember, I told oh, you. Yes. The story. Yeah, you oh, had you to. just you just you told the story. To. Then. Okay, yeah. so we had he been... must have his girlfriend's looking for you too. <laughs> Add her on Facebook. Right, oh my god, been... it's like a staff. <laughs> or a ranch. Wow! How do you? Wow. We had been. Po- we you hear me? We'd been polyamorous. Oh my god! We'd been together. <laughs> so he was like, so she knew. <laughs> she, you did know. Then remember, I said this is the the refresher course for those who missed that story. Um, <laughs> we had been dating for like I think what seven or eight months or something. It was cool. Um, we didn't put a title to it or anything because we had both come out of really difficult relationships and kind of wanted to ease into each other no rush um but then when we finally started getting close like really close and having that conversation that's when he brought up the fact that he was actually polyamorous and he said to me that because i was so like accepting of people (laughs) (laughs) he was like i think you're the first girl that i could actually be truthful to and tell you that i am instead of lying to you and just dating those other girls and use that oprah gift <laughs> when she pointed, what <laughs> you thought? No, the one with the guy pointing to his bed, like <laughs> the one with Tracy Braxton picking up her purse and leaving. How about how about? So he was like, because you're so understanding, I rather tell you my tell you who I am, and then you know, hopefully you'll be down. But out of respect, like out of the respect he showed me, I should say, and I was like, you know. Okay, it's cool that you're saying it, but I was you said, like, hold I'm that not. thought. <laughs> then you got I really appreciate it. <laughs> you I are really appreciate so the kind. thought. <laughs> you are so kind. And I was like, no, I, I, it's just not something I'm interested in. I'm not interested in dating someone that has another girlfriend like that. And he was like, but she can be your girlfriend. And then this is where he got caught. He was like, because I already talked to her and she said she was down. I was like, wait, who? Who? Who said, <laughs> who said who? that? <laughs> Who is this girl that you had the conversation with already? That doesn't See, come out the blue. That means it's mm-mm. someone that you're entertaining. You've been no one something. brings that up like, hey, want to date me and my girl? That sounds like a scheme. That ties you know, to so yeah. he got caught in that. Long story short, once I said no, he was like, forget it then. I'm not losing you, you know, over that. <laughs> you were supposed to believe that. <laughs> my, the sad things my dumb ass did. Damn. <laughs> because I was like, no, no, no. Like, I think you should explore that. You said it out loud already. You, there's no backseats. <laughs> like, you can't be like, no, I'm right, not polyamorous. Right. So uh, we didn't talk for a couple months. He hit me out the blue a couple months later and was like, yo, I can't do this. Like, fuck it. Like, that's, it's just me and you. I promise. Da, da, da. My dumb ass was like, you sure? Oh. Are you sure? <laughs> Don't don't play this. Like I'm not interested. It, we were fine not talking. He was very well had gone to the other girl, found their third or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm positive. We date again. Um, then I find out that he was still seeing someone else. Like so I saw mm-hmm. just one day he hit me like I wanna come see you. The crazy thing is he had actually bought a ticket to New York to come see me. And he was finalizing the plans. Like, yo, I'm coming such and such day. And I didn't respond. Why? Who name was on the receipt? <laughs> okay. Right. Who was who was flying with him? I did not respond. And he texted me back like, yo, I have a ticket to New York. Are you being serious? Like, you're seriously not going to respond to me? And you I see, you never. Seriously, 
Look, to, I never spoke to him again. Like, you know, to you know this what I heard? Day, we've never spoken. You seriously didn't wait for him to come there and then ghost him? That's what I heard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, but see, like I completely understand that. Because it was mm-hmm. just an exhaustion. Yeah, you did at have that to point. do that. Because it was sort of a feeling like I was understanding when you brought that bullshit the first time around right, and right. let you and was walked away cool. I wasn't like, what the fuck? Right. I was like, dude, find your other chick. Do what you got to do. Leave me alone. Left. We were cool, no beef. No you were gonna come to. back around a couple months later to drag me in again. I just don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> drag mm-hmm. me to hell, <laughs> literally. Oh, yeah. It was. I just don't get the thought process. Like, why are you doing that? How childish are you? The, the I clearly said I wasn't interested and I was fine in my own little life. <laughs> and you had to bring me back in under the guise of Nah, it's just me and you, plus her. <laughs> On the low. So you had to go ghost on them. Yeah, so I just... So that's why I went ghost, because like you said, there's some things that are just like, what else do I have to say to you? You, you already know James how I feel. You St. Patrick on a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas coming. And that was the only time I've ghosted. And you know what? I didn't even feel bad. That's the weird part. I literally, when he kept texting, I was like... He had four shoulders to cry on. <laughs> okay. At least. So he was good. <laughs> Shame. He was good. He, he okay. had sets of breasts to cry into, some titties to cry into. I'm dead. Do you want a mammy titty? <laughs> but otherwise, I do think it's immature. Yeah, but see how it bro- see how it was appropriate. But that then? one was. I'm telling you, it's I a get time it. and a There's place. There's exceptions to the rule. There are definitely exceptions to the rule. I don't. I mean, now being ghosted, <laughs> especially when it was your fault. <laughs> That's a horse of a whole nother color. You know what I'm saying? That whole get over that one under another one. That whole that don't none of that work. All it take you have it's really like mind over matter. As in forgetting that it ever happened. Mm-hmm. And you just going about your business and when y'all see each other out, you know, y'all both kinda like look ahead but down a little bit and well you gonna say something if I don't say nothing. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing if you don't say nothing and then you go about your business. Y'all have a mutual understanding that it's over. Right. Okay, and that's yep. it. And what about, because I know another reason that people go ghost is because they'll be dating multiple people and end up liking one one little more. And instead of explaining that (laughs) to the other people, they just disappear. Because normally the other people that you would have explained that to have something that they can use to pivot their pettiness at your expense. Mm, and so you have like to... Like hitting up that person. You got to watch your ass. <laughs> ain't, ain't no small talk. How you feel if you see some small talk with somebody you know they done messed around with? So you think about that when you're making decisions like, well, I ain't responding to that message. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to watch all of that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You got to watch that. Sometimes you got to ghost people. There's no nice way to tell somebody unless you want to continue communicating <laughs> with them. There's no nice way to tell somebody like, well, I'm not going to talk to you no more because I haven't found better. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way to really convey that without, you know, smashing their feelings to smithereens. I mean, I guess it isn't a nice way, but I'd rather hear that. I'd rather you be like, there was someone else I was dating that I liked, that I connect with more. Sorry. That's why. <laughs> Than me seeing you on, like, at La Marina with this other... <laughs> or in Carucci's case, at the Lakers game. <laughs> no. At that little park in Harlem. I can't there, there. Like, Hi. I can't be there for the rest of my life. I can't do it. I gotta get out. I just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, I, I really started clapping because I was like, I think I'm causing some people right now. Like, uh, I mean, listen. Sometimes it's are. healthy. And this doesn't just apply to, like, romantic <laughs> relationships, right? This applies to, like, Absolutely platonic friendships, not. all that True. kind of stuff. Especially when you, ooh, mm, the inner thermostat down. <laughs> okay, especially when you have had years of history and interaction with someone and you know them, they know you and you know how they form their thoughts, you know how they make decisions, they know the same things about you and then they do something that is so contradictory to all of that. Right. And with such negative intentions and you're like, why do you think it's okay for you to just disrespect me like that? You literally, like, why is that cool? Right. I can't talk to you anymore. There's nothing that we, like... You knew better than to do what you did, and you still did it. So instead of me getting violent, I'm just going to stop talking to you. I feel Sometimes that. it's that serious. Ghosting so, family too. Family, they they the first. One. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but sometimes you do have sometimes to do that. You do and sometimes it. your family will ghost you, and you hurt your feelings so bad for years and years until you harden up that wall, that healthy hard. Okay, and you be like, well, you know what? Fuck you too. Okay, and I'm not talking to your ass either. <laughs> Sometimes Shit, now that I there. think about it, my dad ghosted me. Oh, damn. damn. <laughs> That's fucked up. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye. That reminds me of that, that meme of the kid that said he got his dad tattooed on his arm. And when you look, there's it's no nothing. tattoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I love too hard at that. <laughs> Sorry for those who are triggered. It's I ain't okay, had, I ain't had right. no daddy around when I was growing up. That's why that shit was so damn funny to me. <laughs> Have you ever bumped into someone you've ghosted? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. What bullshit excuse do you come up with when they look at you with like, I oh, tell my smile, like I introduced on the Friend Zone podcast, which you can find every every Wednesday morning. <laughs> A closed mouth smile. I ain't got shit to say to you, and you know I'm not talking to you. Oh Especially God, when you have fought. So you know. I was just somewhere the other day, somebody, long story short, someone that I used to be friends with, great friends with. We had a good time, great friends. Um, and they did something that just didn't make any sense. Told a lie. I, we can say that. They told a flat out lie on me oh, no. to defend themselves that did not make me look good at all. Even if you want to lie on my behalf, I'm the friend. Let me know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But what you said, it was so disgusting and almost perverse in a sense, where, like, I don't have anything for you, so to save me from having a confrontation with you or doing all these things that are so regressive and go back to things that, you know, you work to be better as you get older, you know? Yeah. The best thing to do is to do what, friend? Ghost them. <laughs> so I don't talk to you. And I just walked past them at Harlem Food Bar the other day, oh my God. sitting right there having lunch with somebody else. <laughs> Okay, and I walked right past them, hitched a ride on Jack and Jill, that right leg and that left leg, and strolled on down the boulevard. I've seen people you've ghosted with other people you've ghosted. Stop. Has that happened to me? <laughs> Levels, yo. I don't know. Because that sounds like a, at that point, I'm ready to fight. Because what y'all not going to do is jump me. So, so <laughs> some boy. Somebody that I ghosted, the same person in Atlanta, the person that they were dating at the time that I didn't know, was somebody that I don't even like, that I ghosted. We were friends, and I ghosted them. Oh, my goodness. So, you know when you just you stop talking to your friend? You and you know when like your friend did something really fucked up, so you, like, ghosted them in a fucked up way? Like, it was one of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I had left that nigga at Walmart. It was that serious. And what? I, at me... And I just have to say, if you have pissed me off to the point that I have left you, yeah, you know it's some shit. Like he was it. He knew what he did. 
and his boyfriend knew he was wrong. And when he said that such and such was there, I was like, oh, you know, we don't fuck with each other. He was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he even still remembered. So I just like to say that my ghosting is not karmic. It's not going to come back to bite me. Because if you ask me why I ghosted you, nine times out of ten, I'll tell you. But I haven't ghosted that many people. I have to explain myself that much. <laughs> the fact that you bump into two of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because sometimes you just don't have... I just don't have words for people. Like, sometimes I will sit and I'll try to talk to people. And then if I feel like you don't get it, then I don't want to talk anymore. And so then I'm just kind of done. And I feel like if we aren't going to communicate because you've already made up your mind about what's happening, then I'm out. Now, if you're with the, the person you're dating now, right, and you guys walk in somewhere and see someone you've ghosted, do you tell the person you're dating that? Do you no. tell them just in case? No, they're a ghost. Oh, well, it depends on what it in is. In case like, the ghost person was, comes up and tries to be petty. I don't think I have to. Yeah, because you ain't finna be with me and get caught off guard, period. That's exactly. Well, I was going to say, That's I, don't a respect think, I haven't ghosted anyone like in a bad way or anything to where I feel like anyone would even come over to me to do something like that. Oh, I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm sitting up here like they probably are a ghost. Like nine times, I, like I luckily people don't like to come speak to me. So if I saw somebody out and I just knew that they weren't going to speak to me, and I'm not going to speak to them. There's no point in me saying it in my for me. But if it was somebody that I feel like my partner needed to know about, I'm definitely going to be like, okay. You see that nigga over there? Like just be aware, and then we'll go from there. Because I've been really good about that. Dustin, you wanted to share about. What? Telling your, telling your, if you're with someone and I'm, you see the person you goes, you tell them. Listen, because of what, like I said, it's just respect. There's ways that you can do that. Now you have to be respectful of a couple of different things. You have to respect who you're with currently. Certain things about the nature of your interaction with that person, they might not want to hear. So you got to figure out a way to tell the truth while still respecting their feelings, right? Again, that's the work that you got to put. It's more than just taking cute pictures. Like, it's work involved right. in being in a relationship, right. i.e. what we're talking about right now. So you have to figure out how to do all of that. But you also, just from a mirror, you don't want to be dating somebody or call somebody yours, and you got them in a room and people holding shit over their head and at any moment in time can have an expose and embarrass them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Out of respect, that. you don't do that because that's really disrespecting you. They should be scared to act a fool in front of you, in front of the person <laughs> that you with. They should be scared because they I mean, know that's number one and they know that you're about to ride <laughs> for whoever that is that's next to you. So they know I that if they do say. anything <laughs> funny, that's their ass. Especially if you're talking about gay people because we can fight. I, and, so you, like, and, and everybody using my heart flutter everybody that I interact with knows that I'm like crazy too so like I will make scenes in places like I do it jokingly just to let people know like if shit goes south I will do this for real <laughs> so people know off top what time it will be if it needs to be <laughs> in that aspect because if I'm out with somebody that I care about and if someone is to come up I'll be like motherfucker what are you doing walking up over here we don't do that shit like I will go ham and slam the fuck off and still tell the person what time it was that's the worst and not even on ghosting but when you're with someone that you're dating and someone from your past sees y'all and tries to say a little slick shit to kind of like let the person know on the low you know lowest of lows that they've had you (laughs) they've dated you (laughs) i hate that so much have you done that to someone before 
me? <laughs> have, you, like, have you like seen someone? Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> so today's wellness. <laughs> yes, I got flying off the shit. No, no, I'm just kidding. I don't. No, I haven't done that. You see me? I'm like, have I shit? <laughs> no, I don't think I'm that petty. I don't. You know what it is? I don't like to make women feel bad. Mm. That's something I'm not a fan of. Like I would never see a woman with someone and then be like oh let me fucking you know let her know that i no i wouldn't want her to feel that way see i don't know if this is me but i just feel like i'm such a good or a person to be around with that when people see me out with their significant others they usually try to come speak to me and they always want to introduce me to a new person or whatever i'm like i don't want to do this like <laughs> i'm glad you moved on but just keep on moving <laughs> right <laughs> Do you have any last words for the ghosting? I, I just, just wish the sign table communicate. Communicate. I just wish the sign table quit tweeting about poop shoes. That's Did you I'm see that? Say. That shit took so, me out. What what the poop and let me tell you, when we a were sitting here, Sante is so petty. Hold on, wait. He is so petty. I swear. I, I kid you not, five minutes ago, I was over here dying. What is a poop shoe? Try not to interrupt the So I get a I have alerts when he tweets certain things. <laughs> when he tweets certain dog. things and so I'm sitting here engaged fully in our conversation <laughs> and this fool I see something that says I am down and it's him laughing <laughs> at some tweet that we I guess we got another tweet in these streets oh my god no. somebody saying that they have the best thing they ever did the best thing they ever did friend <laughs> was buy a pair of poop shoes best thing oh. I ever did at work was bring poop shoes Shoes you put on to take a shit with so people don't know it's you <laughs> while in the stall. <laughs> like, they, so imagine someone comes to work with a gym shoes and no, Tom has brought his a pair of Asics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An old ass pair of Asics that Yo, you put that on to go to the shitter. Random <laughs> Sorry. Shit. And XD retweeted it with, oh my God. So it took me out because, oh my I God. I need to turn that off because <laughs> as you can see, your distraction. <laughs> It's just he said he was going to delete that account again, so I've been on edge. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. I didn't even retweet it. I just responded. It's not my fault. Um, no, I was asking, what are some final words you have for those who might be in a situation where either they got ghosted or are thinking of ghosting someone? If you got ghosted, walk away with your dignity because there's definitely a reason for the season. Yes. Don't play yourself and send no paragraphs long Please terms don't. and conditions. No. no. Don't play yourself and ask why because no. that's not no. going to do nothing but turn the person off even more. Let it go and have a sexy run in where you see them years <laughs> later. You're at your best. Hopefully they're at their worst and you can have the last <laughs> the last laugh. And by the last laugh, I mean that laugh at the end of the thriller video. The last <laughs> laugh, literally. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, shit. Now, as far as if you're in the position where you have to go someone, trust your instincts. We say that all the time on this show. Your gut never lies unless you ate Popeyes. But <laughs> so, you know, but trust your gut. And if you feel that it's, it's time for you to sever your, your your communication with a person, that's major. Saying you're never going to talk to somebody again in your life. And if you feel so inclined, do it. Bless you. Thank you. I was trying to do it away from the mic and you at the same time. So it was like laying right in the middle. What about you, Asante? What, what last words? If you're thinking about being Casper, just do it. 
um, within reason. If you cannot, as an adult, formulate why you are leaving or why it has to be over or whatever it is, be a ghost, but try to be a good ghost. Try everything you can to break up the right way. And if you can't, or leave the situation the right way, and if you can't, just ghost. I mean, just get gone. Start your new lease on life as quickly as possible, and good luck to you. If you have been ghosted, like Dustin said, it happened for a reason. Because you might find out that you were boyfriend number two, and you just didn't win the race. You might come to find out that they just may not have been that into you. But in that process, you actually have to look at, you're turning this person off trying to get them back, And really, if you think about it, if you think about it, you're turning yourself off trying to get this person back. Because once you have did all this begging and pleading to get this person back, then you have to do the work to fix whatever was wrong when it wasn't your fault to begin with. They just decided to leave. So if you have been ghosted, just hit the ground running, start your new lease on life and just go back to looking good, smelling good until the next prospect comes running. If the person that ghosted you felt like a good situation let that be a key identifier to that you can get something that looks how you want it or whatever you feel like was going right in that situation and look for opportunities to fix what you felt like might have been wrong in the next situation. All right. Fran, what say you? Well, um, I think if you've been ghosted, you got to, like you guys said, leave it alone. I think chasing someone down who clearly showed you your place in their life, <laughs> they showed you that you don't really matter. Um, you don't have any value straight up i know that sounds terrible but i think if someone wouldn't even take the time out to let you know they're no longer interested it's just because they don't really care so that's you, real there's no need to chase them they already let you know what it is and i think silence that's what i would do silence right back and like you said hopefully bump into them in the future and just be like whatever i'm you know my life didn't stop aka ah ah <laughs> Yeah, I think just let it go. And then if you're thinking of ghosting, don't do it. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) No. You know what? For I I could see. We all have to use this as ninja training. If you have to view it like this is this sucks. I have to hurt someone's feelings, but I'm going to man up. A woman up and fucking do it because it's something that I'm feeling and it's something that they need to know. And it sucks, but we have to say it. And I'm still talking to myself, too, because obviously I, you know, shared my story. But we got to be able to do that. I think it's terrible. On the petty note, too. It's just so mean. You're letting someone know that you literally don't have been I have been hurt and ghosted. (laughs) Don't care what's going on, like period. Like, ever, especially ever. if you've just been sleeping with them, if you've just been out with them and gassed them, having them think it was something that it's not. Like, how do you just do that to someone? No, tell them. I'm so not I guess, it. right, on a petty note, it is cool to give, like, you know, to tell somebody that you're about to stop talking to them because I guess it is, like, the best possible last word to get. Right. Just you ever know, met somebody just love getting the last word? Like, this just, is when just to, roll, to go over. ahead and give it what you got. Like, let them know and then never talk to them again. It's the ultimate last oh word. Like, just knowing it's <laughs> over is all well and fine. But sometimes, if some, like, let's say someone sits you down and is like, I got a baby mama and da 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 or some shit. Then in my mind, I think to myself, you should have just ghosted me. Like some, I know it sounds stupid, but, but I would have been happier. You don't want to deal with yes, what you have to absolutely. face. Absolutely, but it sucks. Well, not, way. E- not even that I don't want to deal with it, but it's like dealing with it is like 
having to really sit and think about my time and how it was wasted when I could just be thinking about moving forward. I could be thinking about this nigga is not answering. I can just continue to live my life forward and not look backward. I mean, I guess it's going to be different for different people. I would like to quote. I just want us to be nice. I would like to quote my favorite emo band I always talk about a little bit, Dashboard Confessional. Oh, I love them. <laughs> they had a song called Ghost of a Good Thing that I used to love. And here are the words. But you're chasing the ghost of a good thing. Haunting yourself as the real thing is getting away from you again while you're chasing ghosts. Mm, I'm not chasing. Like, if you have ghosted me, I'm not going to just be sitting up here wondering what the fuck is going on. Da, da, da. Like, I'm I'm here. I have to remember to be in my moment and who I am. If someone leaves and I feel like it's taken away from me, then it's it's not. I have to, you know, prepare myself. I'm not going to be sitting up here like Loretta Divine, like, they walked off with all of my stuff. <laughs> they took my things. Like, no, these are my yeah, things. You, so you gone, but my things are still here. My stuff is still here. Don't and the way my the way my ego set up, and this is me being Ooh. completely transparent, I don't even give people a lot of time. Like, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. ghosting. If you ghost me, like let's say if you did it, if I hit you and you don't respond to me in like 24, 48 hours, like even maybe seventy two hours tops, that's it. That to me is super disrespectful. I've never dated someone that just didn't say anything. Yeah, what kind of shit is that? Like just didn't say anything like Luckily, for days. I talk no. to people like that, and I was you better like, shut up and start talking. <laughs> <laughs> Put your phone down and say something to me. <laughs> so that's it for this week's hot button issue. Thank you guys for throwing us a wild card episode. Bye, Casper. Those are always fun. <laughs> ghost, be gone, disappear, ghost. Right. So now let's jump into this week's <clears throat> wellness segment. Well, well. So first I want to say in these teeth. So first I want to say that you guys totally uh bought out the young lady's uh cramp bomb, the hey. right, which is so great. She sent me a message and was like, I'm a cramp bomb no making more. fool right now. <laughs> she was like, This is awesome. So that's really cool that you supported an independent brand. Hopefully, uh, you guys get the same results that I did. I'd love to hear your feedback, obviously, so that I can share it with the young lady and um, share it with those who may be interested in buying it. So that's super dope. But what I forgot to talk about last week that I said I wanted to talk about, actually, was the week before that. When I was saying, um, it was the binge-watching episode where Mm -hmm. I was saying that I wanted to talk about the difference between self-care and escapism. Yes. Because I've been seeing a lot of people... You know, they'll tweet like about to watch about to binge watch House of Cards season five and then it'll be like hashtag self care. Yolo. <laughs> Yolo. First of all, did you guys see um speaking of binging, did you guys see uh Orange is the new black? No, Not yet, it. but I'm so happy for them. It's getting really good yes. reviews. I see so mm-hmm. on Kelly and Ryan earlier today looking good. Tell me I couldn't get story. into it. I watched the first episode today and I was like, <laughs> I don't know, I think they lost me. <laughs> And she was talking about this season is over the course of three days, too, as opposed to, like, it being, like, a longer period of time. So I wonder how it's going to carry. Well, I guess I could just go watch the whole thing now. But right. I was going to carry I'm gonna try the again. I'm going to try again. But it was a little hard. I was like, I don't know. They might have lost me. I'm going <laughs> to try again. But anyways, so what is your definition when you need to self-care versus escape? Do you have a difference or do you think it kind of gets muddy for you? 
I definitely have a difference because escapism is literally that for me. I need to get away from it all. Right. I right. need to just be mindless. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. just at ease. Self-care, I'm satisfying a specific need, right? Like, I'm tired. I need to get some rest. I'm horny. I need to, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> self-care. It's like you, there's something specific that you're trying to fix. So self-care could be, you know, I'm a person who lacks self-confidence, so I'm getting ready to go to these seminars about how to find your inner strength or whatever. That's self-care. Right. You're fixing a part of yourself. At least that's how I look at it. Right. And then for escapism, what do you usually do? What do you, Give us <clears throat> examples of your go-tos for self-care and your go-tos for escapism. Okay. So a go-to for self-care for me, like, I don't like body acne. So lately I've been using, like, face wash on my body. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin. It had to be vain. <laughs> no, okay. Self-care. You know what? Getting rest is really important to me. For sure. And so I suffer from the very things that we talk about. I check my phone religiously. I always think that I'm going to miss something. I have to be aware of what's coming or damn sure where it was going. So I'm always checking my phone. So self-care for me lately has been completely unplugging. The other day, I literally stayed in the bed all damn day long. I got up to do what I had to do to stay clean and fresh. Right. But I went back to sleep every time. Really? I did. I mm-hmm. ate and went back Yo, to sleep. Yeah, those are the best days. I needed that. I needed to take literally take care of myself. Right. Escapism, that's different. I like doing fun things for escapism. And when I'm in like a club or party atmosphere, I'm a totally different person. Well, I'm the same all the time, but like... I have fun in like the club and party and that's escapism for me. I love going out and just dancing and like being in the music and laughing with my friends and just being in that moment. Right. It's so much fun and I literally escape whatever is a source of stress for me and the rest of my life. Love it. So yeah. What about you? What do what are your self care go to's and then your escapism go to's? So <laughs> The perfect compass for this whole thing for me is marijuana. Um, you know, my self-care is to smoke, but my escapism is to smoke too much, right? Um, you know, if I get high enough to be productive, like sometimes I'll get high just to be creative, but then if I get high just to sit around and car- watch cartoons, I'm not getting anything done, so that's going to be my escapism. Like when I start to get heavy into my fitness... I will say, all right, you're going to have one J before you go to the gym to get your cardio popping right, right? <laughs> if I have two Js, you're borderline. That's going into escapism because that's more than what I need to really be as high as I want to be while I'm running. So, you know, marijuana is always a great compass for me for how that's going to work. A compass, you say? Uh, black salutely. <laughs> black salutely. Not black salutely. Um, I mean, I guess because I've been thinking about it a lot because, like I said, I'm noticing, first of all, the conversation surrounding self-care is becoming really trendy Mm -hmm. and popular. More people are bringing it to the forefront. Like, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. seeing more articles about it, tweets about it, um, even discussions about it on in different podcasts. But what I'm noticing is that there doesn't seem to be a separation between self-care and escapism. Mm -hmm. It's sort of been convoluted. And people, it's like a parfait. <laughs> but the the point that I wanted to make by even bringing it up is making sure that there's a healthy balance of both. I think you should absolutely give your mind a break and everything that you're going through and have some fun and binge watch, like we said last time. Right. But also do some self care. Do something for your skin. Have you ever taken like a long bath and your skin feels all buttery and good? And even mm. just being in the bath, you just feel so good. You're like staring at yourself. I have and a confession to make. What? 
if I do anything friend related, it just automatically goes into the self care pile. And you know, back when I used to tweet about doing my coursework, my friend coursework, that was the self care coursework. <laughs> friend coursework. And I would always sit my little apple cider vinegar yes. with the clay. You need to make the mask and the teeth. See, you know? and it's basically, in my opinion, anyways, it's basically anything that is stimulating the senses. Whether you're using scent to make you relax, it's apple cider vinegar stinks. <laughs> it does smell, but <laughs> but the results, your skin is so good, right? And whether you're using creams on your skin, you know when you you know that feeling when you've like taken a bath and lotioned up, and you get in bed, mm-hmm. and it's just like everything is just fresh. That it just makes you feel really present. Them oils for when you massaging. Yeah, you know, so scents, sounds. <laughs> lights that's why i use a lot of lighting like with my diffusers or that galaxy lighting <laughs> yes. i have in my room because the whole point is when, and we've discussed this before when you're thinking about the past you're depressed a lot of the times because you're focusing on things you can't change when you're thinking about the future you're anxious because you're focused on things that you don't know are happening you can't control it so what self-care means is things that you're creating to keep you in the present where you're not in the past or the future. Right. You're just here in this moment. So what will stimulate you to keep you here in this moment? Binge watching is not it. <laughs> Binge watching just has you mindless in someone else's moment. But baths, reading, journaling, going yes. for walks, um, I'm trying to think of what the other You're nice right stuff. about reading, too, because it ain't nothing better than just letting somebody have it. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? Like, okay. You feel so much better. Self-care time. After you, done, after you done let somebody have you, feel so much Self-care better. Self-care time. With that too little ass jacket on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel so much better already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Self-care on a petty note. <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that you're being mindful, those of you listening, that to, uh, to the fact that you're First of all, taking care of your health, your mental health, your emotions, your skin. I think it's important to be mindful of your teeth and your hair, your toenails. Like, this is uh-huh. your body. <laughs> I knew Dustin would like that one. <laughs> you know, like, take care of yourself. Worship yourself. Uh, treat yourself lovely and magnificent that's Getting right those baths and smell good and just have everyone be like you look good like you're taking care of yourself you're that's glowing right. you deserve it it's self-preservation yeah and it's not indulgence it's it's self-preservation this is how you stay mm. young and youthful and happy and beautiful and i think that we need to be more mindful of taking care of ourselves in those ways and taking care of the small details so yes. Self-care, make sure it's a part of your day, not not waiting till something's wrong, till you get sad or you're in a funk. Do something nice for yourself to make yourself feel good every single day. Otherwise, every single day. you're going to end up looking like Kellyanne Conway's marble ass. <laughs> so oh. whatever helps you, you know, we talked about the dopamine playlist, yes. which releases those chemicals in your brain that make you feel good. I think that's a really nice way of putting together songs that you already know give you that natural high. And when you create that playlist, it can be your go-to when you're kind of feeling like, mm, I kind of think I'm about to be in a funk. Obviously, you want to get to the root of the problem. The playlist just kind of covers it for a couple hours. But these are ways that you start figuring out how to make yourself feel better. So mm. just wanted to bring that to light, bring that to your attention. I think it's important. You know, I want us to all be healthy, beautiful, get your and good. Shine on. Get your shine on. <laughs> and Dustin would, would uh, 
suggest Eric Jerome Dickey books, right? Uh, ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric Jerome Dickey is the best. He be tweeting on Twitter books, all man. the time. And every time I see him, all I can think about is them, them covers, like Milk in My Coffee. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to friends. Oh, Okay. Oh, the Gideon series they was my favorite, make, though. You know, I've, I don't think I've ever read an Eric Jerome. Read the Gideon book. series. It was about this guy who was like an assassin, but mm-hmm. he had like a whole other story that they like never. A, I can't even. These books were so good, and we on a serious it, but tip. But is it like hood books? No, and that's the point I was just about oh, to make. I feel like when I think of it, I think it's like those hood not book at stories, all. like Fabio in the hood type. No, thing. no, this ain't true to the game, which they actually just turned into a movie, and it's going to be good. So shout out to mm-hmm. Terry Woods, who is the mm-hmm. author of True to the Game. But this ain't one of them books that looks like a No Limit album cover. <laughs> this ain't that. This is like fiction they, dude, that could have been. Mad. Yeah, this is or fiction like those, that could have been those about. Movies on Netflix, the right? Love ones, Arabesque movie, try, twa, or whatever. The fuck <laughs> Chris Stokes production. Yeah, then when Kenya Moore ass movies, that's what oh, you talking oh, about. Shit. But but no, this is this is a book that could have been about anybody. It just happens to be about black people. Mm, okay. You get what I'm saying? This yeah. is a book that like. It's just great. It's just great work. The Gideon series blows me away. Shout out to Eric Jerome Dickey. Shout out to right? Eric Jerome Dickey. We I need was to have too a we to need to have a book a book episode one day where we just share all the books we've read. We got to do that soon. Yes, mm-hmm. but that's it. That's oh, it for this. That's <laughs> it for this week. Oh, you know what? I think I read Fly Girl. Wasn't yes. that supposed to be a movie? Right? I thought that was. And when the hell is the coldest winter ever coming out? (laughs) Okay. Sister Soldier, what's the hold up? Okay. That's what I want to know. What's the hold up, man? Text, tweet Sister Soldier and ask her, tell her to get the molasses out her ass. We want the coldest winter ever as a movie. We've been, hell. Do y'all know how long we've been waiting for that movie? We're going to show up to that like we showing up to the movie. I'm going to tell you two people that was in the running for for winter. Okay, according to the rumors. Now, I don't know how true this is, but the, it'll prove how oh long God, we've been waiting. Here we go. Oh, Who are you going to say? Fucking Maya Campbell and Jada wow. Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith wow. was going to play Winter. Wow. So this was a minute ago. Yeah, like, <laughs> that. we've been holding, holding on. We've been holding on all this time. I am tired. <laughs> Fatigued. What the fuck is the problem? <laughs> So many talented young people that could play that movie. They, I mean, they could lay that casting out. I thought you were gonna say Ruby D or something. Like that. Well, she <laughs> was. Well, that's how long I feel like we've been waiting. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for this week's wellness segment. Ruby D. <laughs> I don't know who to talk to first. I was like, wait. The fourth letter. 26 (laughs) letters came after that, and they stopped with her name right there. That's how long we've been waiting. That's how old Ruby D is. You know, they gave her that first. They gave her that name, and they was only four letters into the alphabet. Damn, Ruby D. And on the fourth letter, there was Ruby. Ruby. (laughs) Yo, y'all are hilarious. But I just want you to be, uh, long story short, I just want you to have a good balance. Oh, I said all that to say this. I said all that to say this, beloved. I just want you to have a good balance. I mm. want all of us to just be happy and healthy and beautiful and also binge watching. Support for this week's episode comes from Warby Parker. Here, here's a new concept for eyewear. Contemporary eyeglasses that are extremely affordable and fashion forward. Hey. 
Your glasses should be viewed as a fashion accessory, but they don't need a cost as much as a plane ticket or a new iPhone. <clears throat> Thankfully, glasses from Warby Parker start at just $95, including prescription lenses with anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. Wow. Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. How? Well, Warby Parker's home try-on program allows you to order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to your door where you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. Ooh! Get feedback from friends, family, colleagues, the mailman, everyone whose opinion you care about. You can try the frames for five days before sending them back using a free prepaid return shipping label with no obligation to purchase. It's 100% free. Dustin's actually wearing his pair as we speak, and he looks so cute, y'all. You're so nice and sweet and kind. <laughs> you looking and all studious. Thank right? you so much. I love my Warby Parker glasses because they make me feel like I am legitimate. <laughs> you looking real. They make real. me feel present. Malcolm X. Very front row of Which the class. But today, today's front row of the class, Warby Parker glasses make me feel like the leader of the pack. Could you be Annalise's her arrival in I'll court? be anything Annalise wants me to be. <laughs> All right, now. And that's how bad these Warby Parker glasses make me feel. Yes. Let me tell y'all, head on over to warbyparker.com slash friendzone to order your free home try-ons today. Choose the five frames you'd like to try on. Mail the frames back. Choose your favorite pair to have your prescription added to and order. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free, and there's free shipping all around. And after you head to warbyparker.com slash friendzone and place your home try-on order, make sure to download the Warby Parker app from the iTunes App Store. They built an awesome home try-on companion feature, which allows you to quickly take photos wearing all the frames, stitch it into a video, and share it with friends and family to help you pick a winner. That's warbyparker.com slash friendzone to begin your free home try-on experience today. And just so y'all know, the pairs that I got, because mm-hmm. you know I had to get three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got these cute clementine ones yes, that are friend. orange with the, this, like, cobalt blue lens. They have a pair called Tilly that are, like, the cat eyes uh, shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but Classic. It, right? And it has, like, an amber gradient lens. And then, I don't know how to say it. I don't know if it's Rocky or Rossi, but it's R-O-C-I. And it's this... Uh, like a pink crystal lens Mm. with this reflective brown gradient lens. Those are my three. They're very different. They're all shaped different. And I've been wearing them all week. I wore them when I was in Jamaica. Everyone kept stopping me. And the fact that I got to try them on before actually purchasing them was the best part because I knew they were fly. Thank you, Warby Parker. You know what's so crazy? I tried on a a set of them. And then one of them, the ones I decided that I was going to pick before I even ordered them, they said to me, they were like, Jennings might be the one. You know, they send you the email when you have the five in your possession. So they're like, all right, you might want to pick this one or this one. But the one that I wanted was Jennings. Cute. And I didn't even feel nothing out. I was like, damn, Warby Parker in my business. <laughs> so I'm going to be ordering the Jennings once I get that extra dollars for the, the anti-glare because I do need that because the glasses that I have are going to be the Coke bottles. But luckily, Warby Parker has this cool polarization thing. So they give you like a really thin frame. So people don't know how blind you are. Super Oh, ingenuity. (laughs) I'm telling you, Warby Parker is on it today. Well, Warby Parker. (laughs) Gonna get your Warby Parkers. Get your Warby Parker. Get your, get your Warby Parker. Everything Parkers is always good, just like the show. Dang, mama. 
With all that being said, let's move on to this week's music segment. What you got for us this week, Asante? <clears throat> it's the music man listening to everything he can. <laughs> and he'll tell you all about the songs I'm talking about. Yes, I said about. Okay, that was stupid. It doesn't matter. Welcome to the Music Man segment. I am only highlighting one artist who is very near and dear to my heart. Her name is three letters, and it's SZA. That's motherfucking right. SZA is up in this bitch. She's dropped control, and I'm so happy to finally have this fucking album. Okay, I've been... SZA put me on back in the day. SZA put me on to Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Yeah, well, she gave me a reason to like Chance the Rapper because, you know, he was still doing like acid rap and all that. Like his style is still the same, but I feel like the production switched up, which makes him sound a little bit different, a little bit better. Something I like. But back then I wasn't really feeling him, but he was on the SZA song and I was like, oh, I like this Chance the Rapper song. So I was like, SZA, put me on a Chance the Rapper. Real quick, him and his daughter look just alike. So uncanny. They look, you and know that new like, Instagram filter where it's your head and then all them little bitty heads up top. That's what him and his daughter look like. They look just fucking alike. When he be holding her, I feel like I'm looking at that new filter with all them heads. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> It's confusing. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. That's what it is. Looks like he's standing in a dressing room in a three-way mirror. Like it's just a whole bunch of hymns and shit. You're like, God damn him and that baby look just a fucking like. God, I'm down. Prismic. They look just alike, man. I'm telling you. (laughs) I was fucking with Scissor back on the mixtapes and. Fran is laughing. I mean, Fran, where's the it. lie though? They look, she they, they look like that filter. I'm just picturing the filter. I mean, literally, and but whose face are you picturing? Imagine it's her face, <laughs> and the crown is all his face, so you really don't know. It's which the same like, face. That's right. what I'm trying to tell exactly. you. Imagine they do the face brother. swap. Yo, the brother, him and his too. brother, the that whole family. Face. Like I'm telling oh, four, you. Zero, four. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yes, Chance the rapper. She put me on to. Um, she actually, SZA is just everything. It has always been everything to me. And I'm so glad that TD has stopped playing games and the album is out. And I even got to get a grade A awesome Breakfast Club interview from her while she got to sit up with Charlemagne and them. Oh, she right. went on and it was like an hour long and it was everything. I, I was, just saw a clip where uh, Angela was asking her if she's ever cheated or something like that. If, because the way, <laughs> if you have not listened to the album, spoiler Ooh. alert. The way that SZA kicks the album off in that first song and says she she fucked around on his her nigga and <laughs> who his friend and then the part where she's like uh, oh no she didn't oh yes I did <laughs> I'm just like oh fuck this is gonna be some shit like she like literally to a guitar like she's saying this shit I was right up my alley <laughs> black girls doing an alternative thing and she's still super R and B and soulful because I forgot which song I played for you but it was just like she did all the old school. R and B things in yeah. there. It's the perfect. Ba- this is a very well balanced album. When they when they selected the tracks for this project, just like you said, it's the perfect balance of different types of music mm-hmm. from her, but it still comes off completely cohesive. Very much. Like so. you don't feel like you're listening to a whole bunch of different types of work from her. It's just a good. It's just solid. It's amazing. And it's all different from the stuff that she's put out, which floored me. I think she's put out three mixtapes. 
Like, it was like S and Z and C's as a run was the third. Like, I think that was the second one. Yeah. But I, out of those mixtapes, she's done, like, really weird, cool shit. So the fact that she put out this album where she's doing mainstream, cool, weird shit, but in a way that takes you back almost. Because it really took me back to the 90s. And for even a shout out, um, you are now watching Mad TV on the <laughs> fucked up part of that song. Like, with the, the one with uh, Kendrick Lamar, actually. Oh, mm. I didn't hear Yes. Doves in the what is it called? Doves in the wind. Doves in the yeah. wind. Doves in the wind. Yes. So I, I love haven't, the I haven't had a chance to sit with the album. You're gonna you know, be a fan. I, like. I need to like listen to the lyrics and the production and read who I'm one of those. I read like who made the song, who wrote it. Yeah. Da, da, da. Like, We're I gonna to revisit it next it. week. Yeah, just I, because it's hard it for me to. Good. It's hard for me to pick favorites off the album because I really like how she told the whole story, like track by track. Like the first track, supermodel. Like it's I just, do like Supermodel. I love. I still love Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, All three that of one singles. is still kicking. Like of the whole project, and then I love the one with Isaiah Rashad. Because Drew Barrymore. It's funny that we're talking about Drew Barrymore actually, because you know you want to talk about ghosting, and then she starts that song off talking about why is it Drew so Barrymore hard? Do not look like a ghost. Shut your ass up. <laughs> she starts the damn song off with why is it so hard to accept the party is over? Like that's Ooh. like imagine being ghosted and you you really sitting there <laughs> really just trying yo, to that line find, yo. That's a hell of a start to a song. You hear me? And then she even talks about the track, that track on the Breakfast Club interview too. Like she talked about how like Drew Barrymore was such an inspiration to her because she wasn't like your go-to gorgeous girl, but you know, she still had it going and that's how she felt. And I thought that that was so dope, even for her to openly do it. First of all, do a song about a white person because you know, like how, uh, What's his face? The Malone dude. He did the White Iverson song. Oh, yeah. So it's like when people do shit like that, but they really make you like paint this image of this person to see from their perspective, like what they bought into is so interesting to me. But I think us 80s babies got it. Like I didn't even Mm -hmm. need to listen to the song to understand what she was going for by Mm -hmm. titling it that. Because I get what Drew Barrymore meant to us as a cult following. You know, like she was it. It was like Lena Dunham done the right way. <laughs> it, it, it That's acts, what Drew Barrymore absolutely. was. Like, like her absolutely. and Alicia Silverstone. You know, they're oh like cult, they're cult classics for us. Oh, my God. You know, what? so I get it. <laughs> Are you really and Molly Ringwald. Oh, yes. Oh, don't you know get me started. You know, so those, those movies shaped me. That's what I'm saying. Like, those three white girls to me, like, even though I have no connection to them as women, <laughs> but they were such a part of my childhood. Mm. So well, I get it. SZA definitely showed that off, and I thought that, that was like super refreshing. Yeah, she sounds great. She, I love the notes that she picks. She and sounds great, and and luckily nobody's out here trying to compare her to anyone. Well, from what, what I've they seen, are. they well, are, well, are well, they are, are they? From what I've seen, and for me, <laughs> I am just so happy that this person is out here doing something that she. On the interview, she talked about, you know, she didn't know if this was going to be a hobby or if she was going to be serious about it. Just to see somebody out here flourishing, like, just really doing the damn thing. Because she could have dropped a project, and it could have just been whatever, and she still could have been like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she dropped something, like, meaningful to her. (laughs) Like, it really shows an artist, like, art. And I feel like people get so stuck in, is this a musician or is this an artist? Or, like, what? Are they just a performer? Blah, blah, blah. It didn't matter to her. She literally sat on her own time. Which Jasmine Sullivan tends to do, which I used to have problems with, but then I grew up and I started to understand more life a little bit better, you know? The creative's pace, yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing. What and do you guys think of the features? I love the features. Yeah. I, I, the, go ahead. I'm just go. 
Uh, there's just nothing cookie cutter about this album whatsoever. Right. Nothing. It's completely original. She's such a songwriter. Yeah. And it shows. To words. me, she's a songwriter first. She's a songwriter that knows, literally knows how to sing. Because the way that she is manipulating her voice on these songs, when she's choosing to go high, when she's choosing to drop down low, when she's choosing to, to hold a note for a long time, it's so technical, but it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. It's just, I don't even know how to describe this shit. I... I'm new to the scissor party. I thought she was like a channel. Like every time I would see SZA, I'm like, maybe that's like the martial arts network. So I didn't know what it was, but like, I love her music now. And this album has blown me away. And Garden, Say It Like That. Oh my God. That is my favorite song oh my on God. the album. She sings okay, it. Okay, give me your top five. Give me your top three tracks off the album. Garden. Garden. The Weeknd. Oh, The Weeknd. And Broken Clocks. Broken Hands Clocks. Down. I, okay. Garden for sure. Broken Clocks, I believe. Like for right now. But I'll go back and forth between Supermodel too And Prom. And, oh, Prom. Absolutely. I but, don't know. No, but look, outside of Prom, because I go back and, forth, back and forth between Broken Clocks and uh, the other one, 20-something. Oh yeah, I like twenty something. I, it is the That's definitely best gonna be in way my top. to fucking end the track. I like normal girl too. I do love normal girl. That's the one where she be it's singing all the different really, styles. I'm like, and I like Gogina, <sighs> and I like the weekend. <laughs> the weekend is the jam. The weekend is the jam. I but know Drew Barrymore is my favorite. I think that's probably mm-hmm. my number one. But I still have to sit with it, like I said. So next week I'll be able to give you. It's super hard, a but you know, review. Uh, just to go dial back a little bit. All of the features are a one. <laughs> they are all people that I fuck with. Yeah, I love and Isaiah. Rashad. Very carefully selected. I see Isaiah Rashad, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott, and James Fauntleroy. Hello. So you know, I, I always got to shout. How can you go wrong? <laughs> like what a list, right? All I was missing was Rihanna. I think it would have been I cute. I mean, you know what? And had Rihanna done album? the feature on SZA's album too, that would have been super bomb. They sound great together because so they have good. such stylistic so voices, <laughs> right? I love it. And shout out to James Fauntleroy for Working. teasing us with interludes that should always be songs. Always. Like, he um, always does that. James Joint. James oh, yeah. Okay, oh. James Joint. Uh, <laughs> this one, Wavy. Even on um, uh, ASAP Rocky's project, the West Side Highway song is short, I feel like. Man, And tease. that's the one where he be singing the most on. <laughs> Jam Fucking in love. <laughs> A lot of new music came out, though. A lot of new music did come out. I placed a folder full of files with songs that I'm going to be listening to. I saw you jam into that new Neo. <laughs> I don't even know the name of it. You've been watching The Matrix. <laughs> uh, the only That's Matrix so that I've been listening to. Okay, so there's this dude named A. Shawl out. Um, oh, you did tell He has a song it. called Matrix, actually, which I have been kind of listening to, which kind of knocks. He's got some really dope producers. A nice, like... Uh, He's like this R&B, wavy, techno something. I can't really place my finger on him. I don't want to give him a, a flavor yet. Whatever he wants to be, he is. But I don't really know. And then Janae dropped. The new Janae Black was... dropped. Let me tell you, uh, come come one, come all. By the time you hear this, the playlist shall be up. Junebug Jams is up. Junebug Jams. It's the Junebug Jams. It's the Junebug Jams from the music, man. Um, So the Junebug Jams playlist, I have been... Trying to make as cohesive as possible. Give a listen on Shuffle. I don't know. It's just not what it needs to be. But I definitely put the hits on there. Um, Janae's new While We're Young song is on there. 
Um, I put I Black like Tuxedo on there. I put A Shawl on there. And because we were just talking about ASAP Rocky, him and the ASAP Mob just dropped Raph, which is my jam. It's I love that song. ASAP Rocky, Playboy Cardi, Frank Ocean, um, one of the Migos. And I think that's it. Is Playboy Cardi blowing up? I feel like I'm hearing yes. his name so yes. much now. Well, the album is good. He was at the Roots Picnic, mm. and he was performing his ass off. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. I just, and then he I made the Double Cardi. XL cover, even though uh, I don't pay attention to that cover. So it's terrible. It's always bad. And you know what? I do this it. to myself every year. I watch the ciphers, and I always see, and there's maybe like two or three good people. Like last year, I think Dave East might have did his thing. He did. <sighs> And G. Herbo, mm-hmm. I think, this thing. But yeah. So we'll see who who do, who likes to wrap their ass off. <laughs> we'll see who likes to wrap their ass off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I knew it was coming and Oz was ready. And Oz was ready. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the list, mm-hmm. also Kamaya is on the list. I have her on my playlist. I love her. And I also... Put uh, I put French Montana on the playlist. Bryson Tiller, that new Big Boy song I did put on there because you know Gucci. I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> new Gucci. Speaking of Gucci, I am so sorry. I keep forgetting to say this, or maybe I've said it already. Shout out to, to Keisha <laughs> and <laughs> Gucci, whose wedding will be happening on ten seventeen seventeen at ten seventeen a.m. They what will be serious? airing on BET. I will be the tuned Wopsers. in ten seventeen seventeen at ten seventeen. I wish that I could get a ticket to I do too I want to go so bad I don't know what to do Keisha I'm just so happy I was I follow her on Twitter it's black love it's black love for real it's a love story she held him down you want to talk about Papoose Remy and now Gucci and Keisha is like a whole nother like the way like like that GQ spread was so avant-garde oh and regal. God. I was like, oh, GQ? GQ, you should have seen Keisha. She had finger waves in GQ. I'm telling you. Oh, I, like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And Gucci shit. Man's transformation. He even has a line. Uh, here we go. He even has a line <laughs> on his new song, Helpless, mm. where he be like, oh, me and my <laughs> bitch, we so healthy. I'm, t- I'm talking uh, good cardio. We healthy. Yes. Hey. Like, he, yes. like he's For rapping real. about well, his new lifestyle. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's dope I'm here for that ah, so yes and they look great they, yes. look, they great. look great they look amazing so I had to just go ahead and make that known you know in case anyone has a plus one for the wedding I will find my way down to Atlanta but do they have a show too or is it just yes. the wedding I think it, I don't know if it is uh, like a leading up to the wedding and then like the wedding streams or what yes it is they have a show of them they're doing a docuseries cute they're planning the wedding and then the actual wedding and BET is paying over a million dollars for the wedding and they getting paid some racks to do the show so I'm just all about this shine Gucci man he has a, a, yes. a billboard number one single on his credits now you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's been at the top of the charts I think it's great go ahead Gucci man what a comeback Gucci story. that's how you get out of jail Lil' Kim <laughs> <laughs> That's how you come home, okay? I'm dead. I just do. I just love Gucci Mane. You know, as someone from the South, I still remember working my first jobs listening to Gucci Mane as I'm, like, doing inventory in the mornings. I remember that. It was moments for me. I remember my first Nokia phone. Gucci Mane was the ringtone. Like, I just had... I just remember hearing Icy. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> We're talking about music, not gay sex. Yo, I love how both of y'all just went... Mm. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I'm tired of him. Boosie represents that. That the Boosie is a person that is a trigger for me. Mm. Boosie will have me fighting. Because really? but yes, because Boosie is the type of like him, I love his music. I still music love his great. music. It's amazing. But everything but he's so problematic and he always got something to say about gay people mm-hmm. in a negative way. And I can assure you this on behalf of gay people around the world, no one is talking about Lil Boosie. Nobody beyond liking his music. Outside of his music. He ain't music. got nothing to worry. If it's ever been a person that could be homophobic and not have nothing to worry about. It's Lil Boosie. Nigga, you look like a switch. You remember when your mom would be like, go outside go outside and get a switch. You go outside and That's what he looks like what you come back in with <laughs> to get your Boosie. ass whooped. That's what Lil Boosie looks like. I got a like. Boosie. Nigga, uh-huh. you look like incense. Yes, talking about some talking new Black money woman. blessing. Talking about some, you know, you could you, you giving us no. Cliff's notes from the gay sex that you watched go down in front of your face and you stood there and watched because you liked what you saw. I feel like he was and getting hard while he was going all that's over repulsive. It. And it was nasty. Yes. He was like going over the details, like he was like going over the It's like, like beastie. Thinking about Boosie oh and sex is like bestiality. <laughs> I'm straight. My thing is when I saw it, I was like, he sure described it. It was like pretty lengthy. You, he he was watching. But something he didn't say nothing until like ten minutes in. Them yellow eyeballs was focused. You okay, <laughs> focus on for real. <laughs> nigga, I but nigga look like banana pudding. Nigga, eyeballs look like banana pudding custard. <laughs> Boosie. Oh boy. I love that Gucci. Gucci never gets caught up in bullshit, right? He just seems like he, he just make his music. I feel like he has. His woman. You know, like back in the day, he did. Like, oh no, he was problematic. But outside of that, I'm talking about now. right? Outside right. of that, he just. <laughs> I remember oh, them tweets. Oh, well, if, you, if you're talking about now, then you're talking about the clone, then, huh? No, no I'm just playing. <laughs> Mac Breeze, ask Mac Breeze. <laughs> Mac Breeze and Pippin ain't easy, nigga. You can leave me because Gucci done hit me, nigga. I mean, like, laid her out off that stage. I said, damn. I knew what size shoe she wore. <laughs> I seen the bottom of her. I was like, damn, Gucci. Oh. <laughs> like, God, eight and a half. I'm like, damn. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so. But Gucci Man has turned. He's, no, the reason that we are no. able to talk about this now <laughs> is because Gucci Man has turned his life completely around. He paid his debt to society. He came home from jail to a healthy, loving relationship Aww. that is exemplary for black people and little kids to see. He has been had all types of success in the music industry, and he's seen his star rise to higher heights than you ever would see. So I love the story of an underdog. And I'm just, I love Gucci Man's story, and I can't wait to watch The Wobsters. I can't wait to watch The Wobsters. Such a cute name, The Wobsters. Thank you. Speaking of, um, Gucci Man did drop something last week or the week before, actually. It was Drop Top Wop. Mm. So don't I'm forget so one thing. He stays I do, putting music that's one out. thing that I will always wow. respect about Gucci Man. He will always drop music. Like I feel like he does an out al- a mixtape album, whatever, every month. So it's like consistent, like all the time. You have like hits on hit as. Speaking of hits on hits on hits, that Mac Breezy song with Gucci Mane was a hit. <laughs> no, it, didn't. it was a nitty beat. Stuck like Speaking grits. Of. It's Shout a nitty out beat. to nitty. Like <laughs> it's a nitty. I mean, why isn't he scoring Broadway plays? Because Him. young, he was working with Young Jock. Like because <laughs> that Who Young Jock song. Broadway play? It's a nitty beat. <laughs> uh, off Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for the last few artists, uh, just go check out June Bug Jams. It's going to be on Spotify and Apple Music. I cannot afford Title Two. Please leave me alone. Unless you work at Title and you want to give me a login, okay? And I've been a very 
vocal supporter of Title. Title, we would love to work with you guys. Absolutely, work with my brother Asante. Absolutely, for his playlist shit. Title, especially, hook him up. Especially because Title has a one video content. Yes, I, I go we would hard love for to work. Title, call us. Have your people call our people. I really wish I could sit down with all the different streaming services because they all have their strengths and weaknesses and capitalize on them. Because Title, their videos are the bomb. Killing Spotify's it. music, music suggestions, and the all that for the playlist. Spotify, super make it bomb. Special, yeah. SoundCloud exclusivity to like remixes and everything. Mm-hmm. I even was thinking about giving SoundCloud my money. I was like, I can't afford all this. <laughs> With that said, the last few artists that I featured, I also featured Black Tuxedo. I know y'all Oakland fans love Black Tuxedo because um, he's an Oakland, or they're an Oakland group, along with One Oak, another Oakland artist. Put them all over here. Drum is on here. And I have also featured Mally Music. Put out... <gasps> I, okay, this song with Jasmine, with Jasmine Sullivan. Sullivan. The, mm. Let me just say this. I listened to it on my flight, right? That's part of my self-care. When she comes in, that note, chills. She comes in. Chills. It was just like that deep. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like it caught me off guard. Only Jasmine. Who comes in on that note? Only Jasmine. Who? Yo, she's kind of in my top ten vocalists of all time now. Mm. Absolutely. I kind of like absolutely have to say that out loud. Between her her influences like too, vocalists. I'm talking about singers. So between her she's influences in and the 10. way that she can pull those off is like nuts because it's one thing to that like makes be a, no sense i mean her vocal i've ability. always wanted to slap the shit out of jasmine sullivan like i, I told you lions tigers and bears literally almost got in a car like i that song is dangerous uh, I put it back to when like i used that. to be on youtube lions tigers and bears was my intro music because <laughs> you know you know back when everybody first started and they were making Strange. like their own like little 30 second intros like mine was lions tigers and bears for the longest and then it was dream big when i moved to new york like that's why I was so mad when she put out that one album and then went away. That voice. I can't imagine being able to sing like that. It's I, dangerous. You would never Man. have me shut up. Oh, Man. She's so dope. And Molly music is dope too. Super, super dope. I put super a couple, of, a few of his songs on there. So the playlist is non-traditional. I just like to put a few songs off of a lot of new projects or things that I'm listening to out just so you guys can get a feel of what's going on in the world, what you might have missed on the mainstream. Because sometimes there are cuts on the album that you just never hear. And I want to promote a lot of those as well. So that's why I put a lot of diverse shit. Like a lot of things that will be hits, but they won't go to the club because they're not paying or whatever. So get into it. Have some fun with the Junebug Jams. Hit up the Music Man. Tell them what you like and keep what you don't like to yourselves. And that is going to be it over here in the Music Man corner. We can Radiohead go put out a new song too. Just what the hell is a Radiohead? <laughs> Holly Berry's wig. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out just really quick because because you said Radiohead and I did that that was a Sia did too. Oh yes 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 okay we'll do music mentions right after this. Uh, shout out to SZA because her project really was giving me Frank Ocean's <laughs> Nostalgia Ultra Feels. Mm. That's why I was really fucking with it. Like that project, only like two people really know how I was with Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah, I still play it. It's amazing. I Strawberry mean, what? It's That's a classic. <sighs> I'm done. Uh, music mentions or listens lately. Listens Go ahead. Lately, I mean Radiohead. They're forever for me. Um, you know what? L- listen to everything and it's everything in its right place. I think that's what it's called. That song by Radiohead. Mm. Mm, that's a on mood. the new album. No, no, no. Just in general. Is, yeah, it's one of the. It's actually from their last album, I think. 
<clears throat> Sia has a new song. I'm kind of confused on why Zoe Saldana is on the cover of it. Did you see that? No, I don't know. It's I like Zoe's face that. with like a tear. I was like, okay. Okay. I'm definitely she must have watched Nina. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the new Black song is cute. I like everything he puts out, though. Janae's new song is cute. Um, that's it for me. Shout out to Portrait of Love by Sherry Dennis. <laughs> oh, my God. Portrait <laughs> of Love jam. used to be the jam. It does not. Shout out to Carrie. Love, 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 yes. love. Cherry Dennis, I still, I love you. Okay, so I still, <laughs> I love okay, you. and you remember when Danny DeKane was in the I video? I still play the remix with Jim Jones because I used to hate it, but it just makes me laugh every time I think I hear him go, Now what would Diddy say if he caught you in the cook with the boy uptown? I'm down getting loose. <laughs> and people loved our, our Maroon 5 uh, they memory. Did. Yes. They, made everybody feel good for I went a home and was blasting that shit for the rest of the day. Okay, if you're going to shout out shit, Dennis, and then shout out to Electric Red. I didn't listen to them. Electric Red never had they do they do moment, but they had a song called "So Good." It was good, right? They were the bomb. They had a song. I just remember Rich Harrison. They had yes, yes. They had a song called "Blind." Look up. That's that's my homework. Look up, Rich Girl. Oh, not Rich Girl. Woo. Because that what? Because look, when you said Rich, I thought about his other girl group. Okay. <laughs> Go up and look up Electric Red's Blind. There's a demo version of that with or of Carrie Hilson doing Blind, and mm-hmm. then there's their version. I to the, I to this day have not listened to them like forever ago, but I can't remember who I like better because the the song is so damn bomb. Blind. It's like about a girl. She's out. She sees her man. He's out with some nigga, and then she's asking herself like, you know, how come I couldn't see? And it's like, cause I'm blind. Like it's the shit. Mm. So that's your homework. Go listen to that. Okay. Uh, any other listens lately? No, that's it for me. Well, as a segue into the TV segment, I would like to shout out Tammy Rivera's new single. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, she actually Is it on worked Spotify? with. Yeah, it's on all it's the everything. platforms. It's, I'm She's putting out a whole EP. And she worked with Rico oh. Love, and it's actually good music. She can sing, she sounds great. And, like, shout it's out really to Rico like. Love. It's the kind of R&B Making like magic. I like, so it's good. <clears throat> Which brings me. To the TV screen now. We're going to move fast, but I need y'all to keep up because we got a lot of ground to cover. Oh my God, we do. First of all, shout out to Trina, another segue from music into television, who had her Being Trina special that aired on Centric TV this past week. Super informative. She talks about her early days in Miami, her family life growing up, um, things that have happened to her in the industry. Lots of her peers were giving her, you know, lots of uh, respect and just admiration. Really talked a lot about her um, resiliency and just her long-lasting career. Great special, super informative. Like E-True Hollywood story yeah, type? Yeah, but like oh being, God. yeah, but like to watch with this. your neck rolling because <laughs> it's on Centric. So, yes, it was good. Um, okay. So, shout out to that. Um, shout out to the shout new TNT drama, Claws. Starring Nisi Nash yes. and Karuchi Chan. Yes. What? Several of the people. It is a very, 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 very well written drama series. Did you say her name? It is about um, Nisi Nash <laughs> is working in a nail salon. And she uh she's laundering money for this crime family. And uh, you know, it's a lot going on. It's nothing, it's just no point. It's no point. <laughs> but she's laundering money and you know <laughs> the show is good. Because that. <laughs> that's what they came doing in the 
It's just, we're back. We're back. It's just a good show. So Claws is good. It's, it started? It started How many this episodes week? is it? Oh, one. this week. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's one episode. What night does it come on? Let's just move on to Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Sorry, everybody that wants us to talk about it. We did have a discussion on Twitter. <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Atlanta was hilarious this week. First of all, let's just go straight to what we need to talk about. They were in Jamaica, and uh, Rashida was there. Everyone knows of the scandal that's Looking going great. on with her and her husband and him having this alleged baby out of wedlock. Long story short, there was another girl there that was a companion of young Jock. She decides to take the moment Treasure. when all of these women are sitting in this circle, this semicircle, you know, giving Rashida and Kirk some words of encouragement, something hopeful, just really trying to bring sugar out of shit. And she decides to take this moment and say, you know, Rashida, just as a woman who used to date a married man, you know, sometimes like I talked to Kiana, I met with her and she told me that, you know, Kirk was doing these things for her. And sometimes, you know, you got to listen to the side chick's perspective. Rashida gets up and just walks away because, you know, she's not confrontational as much as she needs to be. She's not. Jessica Dime, who has literally turned the beat around of her public image and just her image on the show. Really? In what way? Oh, in all the best ways. Like, she used to be intolerable and insufferable, and now she's someone I look forward to watching because she's sensible. Mm. She's saying things that are going to be remembered for good reasons. And this week, she brought it full circle for me and my adoration of her because she beat the shit out of the girl who <laughs> Took her wig, said that to Rashida. It was so unspeakable, friend. When you think about the seriousness of this woman's husband having a baby outside of their marriage and yeah. her having to deal with that on TV, yeah, it's by choice, but it's just a lot. So for this girl to... to I don't know why. Well, she didn't even I know. I still don't know what her motivation was. But for her to do that, it was so unspeakable, so untimely, and Jessica Dime literally was outdone. She just, because she blacked out, and she literally grabbed the girl's wig and shifted it, like Sheree said she did. She shifted her. She grabbed that girl's head and by that wig and slammed her like the clip I saw was on Twitter and it was I guess the aftermath of the girl was like rotating her wig uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> treasure oh yeah her hair her wig looked like a fidget spinner that I mean thing, right? That's how I she just did it. I feel like you know as a side chick we gotta tell our stories too it was like yeah that's 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 how she was everybody looked at really her like she was it. crazy everybody and there she, and you know what not to be rude but like she's new too so like the fact that you coming into a show new and I guess you think you're going to become the spokesperson of side chicks now or try to angle it that way you're sitting with a bunch of people who you, who don't know you no one cares about you here so for you to try to put your two cents in on a situation that has nothing to do with you just because you know somebody that knows somebody as part of it it was just like why are you doing this you didn't even pay your rent off this episode oh she's an intern I don't even know she got paid to be on the show like it was crazy that she would do all this in a different country and not think that something was going to happen to her ass. Because mm. wow. you know when you decide, you can get your ass beat at any time. She's a terrible person, <laughs> and Jessica Dine made good on it. Um, you know, she really rang her up. That's all I can say. <laughs> she really, really, you know, marked that tally. 
That's Shout all out to I Jessica can say. Dime. Love looks good on her. My black hair Aww. does too, don't you? Absolutely. Ever go back to that. Absolutely. Pink wig, like. Jessica Dime, great job with the black hair. Loved your braids when you got them redone too. Like I think she had her hair done like two nights in a row on the episode or something. I was like, well, look at that. You can so, just tell she's making an effort, a valiant effort to be a better person. Yes. Real talk. Very much. And that's so. really all you can ask from people, especially the cast shows. of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Right. So like. <laughs> Jocelyn had me laughing when she said that lovely, she told lovely Mimi in her confessional, she was like, don't get slapped. It was hilarious because lovely Mimi was kind of pushing it. So that was good. What else um, were we going to talk about on TV? Do you want to talk about the important thing first? What? Because I actually want to ask you if you watched Growing Up. uh, I did, and I want to talk about that. Okay, great. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so happy. Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta, really quick, right? It is the Atlanta spinoff of Growing Up Hip Hop on WeTV, a show about kids and children of hip hop stars. Oh. And on the regular case, version, there's like the DeBarge girl on there and uh, the Simmons kids, like and Angel little, and little Romeo. And, right. I, I feel like I saw an episode of that. But I don't watch that. But it was like a long time right. ago. Right. Don't nobody care about the that. Atlanta yeah. so the Atlanta spinoff has Zanique. Who is Tiny's Tiny. daughter? Okay. Um, it has Regine Carter. It has Shania, who is Jermaine Dupri's daughter. So they're all friends, basically. They yeah. know each other. They so know each Zanique, other. Zanique and Regine are friends, like family. Like you, right. right. But um, the others on the show, they kind of know each other. They kind of don't. It's Deb's son. Brandon. Deb Andy, um, her son, his name is Brandon. He's on the show. Walker Flocka's the younger brother who happens to be Cute. extremely gay, which is crazy to me when I, I think know. about the controversy with Walker Flocka and some of the comments that he had made. Know, right? But I mean, people feel how they feel, so whatever, because that's really not one thing has nothing to do with the other. It was just surprising for me once I saw once I saw his brother. Right, right. Oh, okay. Openly or? I mean, the neon sign is lit to me. <laughs> now, I don't know if anybody else can, you know, see the fluorescent, you know. <laughs> you know, I don't, I mean, it's in caps lock to me. But I don't know. That's just, you know, that's me. But the show was good. Regine has a personality that is very much in the front of everything going on in her life. And she speaks up. She's a child who is spoiled riding and she speaks up when she should not speak up. And I kind of love it. And it just, it, it's one of those situations where she really only knows life the way that she knows it. Mm. And so she's speaking up and saying things and it's almost as if it's not good for her to be on an ensemble cast right. reality show like this because it really puts her in a vulnerable place. Because it's a lot of stuff that Regine just has never dealt with before in life. And so throwing her to the wolves kind of like this amongst people who have been fighting for like positioning with fame and things like that, that are really like envious of some of the things that are just kind of like her state of living. Right. It's it's toxic almost. And we saw that with Miss Deb's son and Regine. Now you can say Regine's a kid and she shouldn't have said what she said, but he was doing too much and being rude at that photo shoot for Zanique. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame Regine for being, being vocal. You know, and he was a person who I really can't blame him for checking her because she was. It just. You can see where they both went wrong. How you just got to watch it. She's 17. He's 26. Oh, right. Older than I thought. She right. literally called her mom on him. And then Toya and Deb Adney have this confrontation, which really was the star of the show. That's what you wanted to see was Toya Wright and Deb Adney going at and it. And Tiny standing there. Baby. And Tiny was right there. And Deb <laughs> told Tiny to excuse them kind of in her way. It was mm-hmm. a few octaves lower. But um, <laughs> she told her to excuse me. Which one of the conversation? I'm talking to Toya. Whatever she said. I was like, oh. Stop. Trying to like Darth know? Vader. Yeah. <laughs> like, but she did. And it was just really good. So the show is good. <laughs> And watching those interactions was like a lot. 
it was a lot to deal with, but it was actually riveting and made great television. I will continue to watch because yeah. I want to see how Regina handles herself moving forward. I really want to like naive, very seventeen. People? That count basically. Oh. Because, you know, Bow Wow really makes it hard to watch. Wait, Bow what? Wow has a storyline with his baby mama. And recently, uh, you know, he was on there with JD and Snoop. So, so, in other words, absolutely nothing that you or anyone else will care about. Right, pretty much. <laughs> like, Bow Wow is the only thing that really takes the show down for me. So, I'm just, I think, back to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I just think Jessica Dime deserves to turn around award of the year. She has really, really made me a fan of her. Because she's really trying to do better. And the fact that she kicked some ass on top of that and it was deserved a timely ass whooping. Like, that was just... Where's I'm, Carly Red? I feel like y'all don't mention her no more. She's right. around. We don't care about her. No. I want to bring my friend to the stage, Carly Red. Okay, to the meat and the bones and the potatoes. Basketball Good. wives. Okay, so... Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes, <laughs> I have been ponderosa right. people. I have a question. All... What did she? What was she trying? What word was you she know, trying to say? She, ponderosa. <laughs> she right. really she, believes she that said. that means a conversation towards resolution. She believes. Like that. I think she thinks like conversation ponderosa. Like I think she thinks. No, I think she really believes that's like, what the she, meaning of the word right, is. Th- like I think she thinks it's a synonym. Like she <laughs> thinks it's like one of the words that like go there. Like she can. I literally, once again, I saw the clip on Twitter because mm-hmm. I heard you guys. You guys kept saying Ponderosa. That's and I was I like, wait. So when I saw someone say it, I was like, oh, this is what Asante keeps saying. And then I clicked the link. She was like, they just had a Ponderosa without me. And I was like, wait. Yeah. Who went to eat? That's like, what you thought, right? Because like that's what like I thought. Jackie, well, who went to eat? Who went she to mean eat? to say powwow yeah i was or? just gonna say like sometimes she'll take like like she did i feel like she meant to say powwow but she'll take like a little bit of something and mix it with something else <laughs> and go somewhere we ain't never been before and <laughs> that's why so i was just like funny. i, I didn't want to go in the first damn place. right because even the way she dresses in her confessionals too sometimes like she'll sometimes wear, <laughs> she'll wear like the leather jacket with like a little bob wig and, like, or something leash. and right a leash <laughs> a scarf like tied around the neck, looking like a nasty ass Three Stooges. That's how she be dressing in her confessionals all the time. You think it's an act? No, I think she really is batshit. I think it's a mixture of both. Mm. I think a lot of it is putting on for the cameras because it's so disingenuous. Like she had this whole flat out rage fit of rage and like tried to attack this lady who had not did Bonnie nothing to Jill. her and wasn't even the one who was coming at one of her necks. It wasn't even Bonnie G. Jackie Marie it was Christie. Evelyn that was doing that. Friend, Jackie Marie Christie was running after someone named Bonnie Jill. Bonnie Jill. Now, did Bonnie Jill does does Bonnie Jill need to be checked? Yes, yes, because she's, she's, she's smelling herself, no. and she's a person who is not necessarily prone to you know like that type of confrontation. But she's pushing and prodding. She's cruising for a bruising. <laughs> but did it need to come from Jackie Christie? No. no. Jackie picked Bonnie Jill because she thought that she was the weakest and she thought that she would be able to cause some sort of diversion to distract everybody from what the real issue was, which is the fact that Evelyn was calling you out and checking you. Because Evelyn's tired of you, but you scared to go at it with Evelyn. So you pick anyone else. Literally, I mean, the one person at the table who was not going to, you know, go there with you. And that's who you go, who you attempt to have that with. Come on, Jackie. We tired of Jackie, but we've been tired of Jackie. Evelyn and Shawnee and Tammy are really getting on my nerves, though. 
Really? Yeah, they're really getting on my nerves. I love Evelyn to death, but I feel like sometimes she she hops on this. Sometimes I feel like she's all right with having a camaraderie with Tammy Roman, and I know that she recognizes Tammy's behavior, and I know that Tammy, she don't even like Tammy, but she'll be at peace with Tammy and kind of sideways support Tammy and her bullshit without really being in the, being up front with it like she used to be. It's very weird now. But I don't like her in those moments. But baby, now that she's about to go at it with Jackie Christie, I'm so team Evelyn. <laughs> like, I'm all about this. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be great. She literally is crashing her fist into this menu. I, it's just going to be so good. Out of rage because she couldn't get to Jackie. That's how mad she was. Oh, so old school Evelyn. Uh, you talking about a Ponderosa, baby. <laughs> a Ponderosa, okay. But yeah, Sanaya, the, the stylist who was a mess, she tried to apologize to the girl Crystal and the dummy accepted the apology. Everything that happens to her from now on, she deserves because she is literally ignoring these people who are blatantly disrespecting her. Like, the girl is still friends with her sister. So I was still sitting up here like, we're not going to address none of that. or we Like, you're just not going to say nothing about the fact that this girl is doing her best to continue a beef between a beef between you and your sister. Right. That runs deep, where your sister has accused you of faking a miscarriage. Like, come on. And this bitch is saying this shit she on she spread TV? that shit. She, this girl apologized to her for how she treated her at a photo shoot. But they didn't tackle any of the rumors. And it was shit. a half apology. It was a half well. apology. It absolutely was. And, and it was real obvious, too. Like, the girl came up and was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry if I made you feel like, you know, I just try to be professional. I'm not that type of person. And I'm not, I, I would never do that to you. And I just want to get that out there because I, I don't want you to think that. So I just want to say I'm sorry if you were misled. It was like that. Like, straight up for the camera. You know, us ghetto bitches, we a little hard, you know. <laughs> You guys just let me know if I do, if there's ever an that's issue. Yeah. That's what she said. She said that. Oh, I love that. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Moving on. Are you watching Daytime Divas? Yes, it was very good this week, too. It was. Ooh, Daytime Divas is the new series, the new uh, scripted series that comes on at 10 o'clock. Oh, scripted. Yes. To replace Hit the Floor, we now have Daytime Divas, which is top-notch because it's got Vanessa Williams. It's got Pam on there. It's got... I feel bad. I need to stop doing that. Tashina Arnold's oh. on there. Yeah. Wait, what is it about? Daytime Divas. These women that is co-host on a talk show and all the shit that goes on with it. I think Star Jones is an executive. Oh, Star cool. Jones wrote a book called Satan's Sisters and the book got on picked the, up. The and, view? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, the book shit. got picked... It's a fictional book, but it's totally about her experience right, on the I'm view. like, how fictional could The that book be? got picked up and turned into a TV deal. And this is the... In, this is what it is. The this is the manifestation of that. So, like, the book... The show is wow, called... Day, Daytime Divas is about a show called The Lunch Hour. Um, Vanessa Williams plays the lead... Um, character on the show she plays like Barbara what would be Barbara Walters Tashina Arnold plays what would be Tamar on the real um who I else? like this it's, it's a great juicy think like Desperate Housewives think like just a good juicy like can't miss guilty pleasure drama series not too heavy at all yes. the storylines that are well written just enough to keep you interested no it just is the perfect show now that we're talking about like escapism because I like um 
You remember Ugly Betty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Vanessa Williams was so good on yeah. that. She's, she, I mean, it's that Vanessa whole show, Williams. I used to yes. love that it, show. It, she's very much, she gives very much that on Ah, uh, dope. Yes. Okay. I'm now, if we want to watch Ugly Betty, we got to watch Betsy DeVos or whatever that bitch's <laughs> name is here doing hearings. That's the new ugly. That's the ugliest Betty. Oh, Betsy no, DeVos. Oh, thank that's you, it. Dustin. Now we have to move on to what you guys want to talk about. Which is asking for a friend. What you got for us this week, Asante? I'm asking for a friend and I wanna ask again. Don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. This email subject is body positive or looking a mess. Help. Uh-oh. Hey y'all. I feel like a terrible person writing this, but here we go. I feel bad reading this already. <clears throat> My good friend is a beautiful plus-size woman who loves to wear crop tops. I've seen a lot of gorgeous plus bloggers wearing their crop tops, and they're usually worn with something high-waisted, or the tops are a little looser slash flowy. The problem is, my friend is out here wearing crop tops all day, every day, in every season, and they are usually tight, a little small, and not paired with quality bottom pieces or high-waisted bottoms. Basically, her entire stomach hangs out, and she carries most of her weight in her stomach. I really feel terrible judging her choice of outfits, but every time we go anywhere together, people stare or whisper or make comments. I'm torn between defending her right to wear whatever she wants and feeling embarrassed when we go out. To top it off, she's also on a body-positive journey and embracing how she looks, and I do want to support her. But I also think every outfit ain't for everybody, and yes, I mean that across all sizes, not only plus women. She's been dressing like this for a couple years now, and I'm noticing that I hesitate to invite her places or hang because I'm afraid she'll show up in a tight crop top and leggings with her stomach out. It has happened many times. I've tried gently suggesting other outfits or that we shop together, but she always goes back to her standard crop top wardrobe. How would y'all deal with the situation? Or am I being a complete ass and a bad friend? Dustin? I got it. All right, look, sometimes y'all, you got to face the facts, right? Right is right and wrong is wrong. Now, one thing that we're not going to do is shame her and get into her being on her body positive journey and all that stuff because we don't have nothing to do with that. We're talking about what this is, and this is just simply a bad choice. It's not flattering for her. It's going to do things that are going to be detrimental to any growth or progress she's making because people are going to talk about her. They're going to laugh at her in her face because it don't make no sense for her to be walking. That girl be walking around with her stomach hanging all down on the floor like that over them jeans. And it's done on purpose. That don't make no damn sense. She know damn well she could have covered that up with some high-waisted pants on and all that stuff. So don't nobody want to hear nothing about that. And it doesn't have anything to do with shaming her journey. It is the journey. Okay, like Tisha said. The journey means means we got to get there. We got to go somewhere together. And that as her friend, part of being a friend of somebody is not letting them make a fool of themselves. And that's what she's doing. She's literally providing the entertainment for those other people. Support her in her efforts to think that to think better about herself and to encourage her to have confidence. But let's be real. Be a real friend. If I tell you that walking around with the right ass cheek cut out of all my pants makes me feel good about myself and it's part of my journey to body positivity, y'all going to let me walk around with my ass cheek cut out and all my pants? You're going to be like, D. No, I would let you. I was just about to say, I don't know. 
know. You used to walk around with I would your be chest like, out yeah, and stuff. Do me a solid and cover my ass then, okay? <laughs> Look out for me because I'm not. That's crazy. This don't make no damn sense. <laughs> I mean, I got her walking around looking sitting, like a volcano. As long as you ain't sitting nowhere bare or nothing. Like, I would think, you know, maybe it's this thing Dustin wants to do. Well, if I see cheeks, I'm checking you. I'm going to be like, all right, look, I know you. <laughs> okay. Right. I think that's what I'm really trying to get to, too. Like, you knowing your friend and how they dress and, like, why did you let whatever change go on for so long? But uh, it's a difference between you wearing something that's ugly, right, versus what she described. That ain't even self-care. That's, like, self-harm almost. Like, come on, like. Uh, that's not even funny. Like, be her friend. What's wrong with you? That you letting it go on for the... You said she been doing this shit for years. I mean, really, though, like... Show her some pictures. Like, girl, I know crop tops is your shit, I know shit, this is going to sound like really this. bad, but whenever it first started happening, because not to be rude, but you should have been... You should have said something. I would have said Asante... Like I know you, you I know that. how you are You have taken a risk So you should just be like Those are ugly And I would be like Alright And then I would switch it up Like your friends You know how your friends are If you, I hope at there At some point in the past You have told your friend Something was ugly Or they got something On their face Or something They know that things Get a little frictiony at times But you're looking out For their best interest She doesn't and had you done want that, that For herself But you know what had I mean? she done that Earlier on It wouldn't be at this Awkward place two years later That this girl has been Dressing such a way For so long Because now the girl Is just comfortable Dressing that way And because she's used To her body And it is body positive It should be fine Honestly But at the same time this It's her life So she can do Whatever she wants You could tell her that she shouldn't dress like that, and she can decide, yes, the hell I can. And then what are you going to do? Are you still going to be her friend, or are you not going to be her friend? Yeah, but we can't. We can come over and hang out, but I ain't finna be going nowhere. Like, after well, that's I, just going to have to be the tell, If I told her, like, look, literally, I know you don't want to walk around with your stomach hanging over your jeans like that. Like, li- the way she described it. It's harder it, for women to talk like that, though. Like To each other? Yes. I, I, as a man, well, I wouldn't tell. Well, would I? I would tell my sister. I would tell you. Friend, because oh, I know what? you, I know you would not want to be walking. What she described is not just somebody wearing a crop top and they don't have a six pack. You know what I'm saying? That's not what she described. She said hanging over and out of, and the shirts are small, and this is done on purpose, and it's not like there's no, you know what I'm trying to say. Like you can't let your friend, for the sake of one thing, has nothing to do with the other. Support her in her journey and build her up. But as a friend, you can't let your friend make a mockery of themselves. That's almost making a mockery of what she is trying to do. Right. Like, people are making fun of her when she leaves the house. I think you should go shopping with her. You should be like, hey, girl, like, I hope this don't, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. But the way you've been dressing lately, it's just been kind of a way. And not to be rude, like, maybe we can go look at some things together because I want what's best for you dress-wise. Like, so we can both out here be flourishing, like... I still need to go shopping for myself. I'm not saying my game is the best, even though your game might be fleeking. Just to mm-hmm. like say that you want this to be something positive and right for her. And if she feels like that's offensive, then it might not be about the clothes or the weight or whatever it is for her. And you just have to respect that and I guess let her find her journey or whatever she's trying to find on her own in her own time. What do you say, friend? I mean, I think <clears throat> if it has to do with clothing that isn't flattering, because that goes across the board. Like she said, it has nothing to do with size. Right. right. 
I can understand, even though I, I don't know, I don't see myself taking my friend aside and being like, but if it's across the board, she should be like, used to. I just to, can't do that. It's I weird. Know, I, I How know, do you but, say that? But to you would tell me. Go go ahead. I don't I'm think sorry. I I don't think because I don't think it's my business. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. Like it's not my business. No like, matter I, how extreme it is, I don't think it's my business. Right. Part of me it feels like I feel like I don't, I don't really have care, the right to it, tell another adult like, "Yo, you should be," you know, like, no. If 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 this adult because these are adults, right? She's they looking in the so. mirror and seeing what she looks like. And that if she left the house that way, that means that she's happy with what she saw. She's comfortable. Who am I to tell her that she shouldn't wear it? You know what I mean? Like something about that is weird. True. And so that's the only like part of it. And, you know, I'm so like intrigued that this question would come up now because um, one of my, well, actually, let me not say who it is because <laughs> I don't want them Ooh. to be offended. Oh, Someone I saw last week. Um, they wore somewhere, and their they their belly was hanging out of their shirt. Like I'm talking about a full out belly hanging out the shirt. And my first instinct, I was like, "Wow!" You know, it was like, "Whoa!" When they walked in, but then immediately I was like, "That's so dope that she doesn't give a fuck." I really thought that was so dope. She didn't give a fuck. She was there with her crop top, just like everyone else. Right. I had on my crop top. You know, like a couple of us did. And it was like a an element, and obviously I'm just being transparent. I think we're so conditioned with body types on right. like who can wear what. So my first instinct was to be like, "Ooh, girl," you know. But then literally five minutes later, when I saw her walking around so comfortably, and clearly she was fine, she was happy, she felt comfortable. I realized that it was me that had the problem. And I left it alone. And that's I, true. I yeah, think that's the bigger thing. Because it's the people that are like, ill, don't wear that, that have the problem. If she is okay, then she doesn't have a problem. That's true. I'm thinking, like, I'm not about to let my friend play themselves and I get be at risk for her. You know what I'm saying? I like, get what you mean about looking out. Yeah, but like... if she's okay, then what are you actually looking out for? That means you're more so looking out for the people to not be offended than her. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. But I don't want the people that are... Fuck the people. You know that right. I don't give a fuck about yeah. the people. But I just don't want, want her to experience Yeah. That. Like, and if... and if I, like, I don't know. And I think it's that's why we're saying... Size, but yeah. I think it's delicate because I just personally don't think anyone has the right to, to tell anyone anything. I just don't. I, I actually feel that. I mean, I was just giving the advice trying to say. I don't even know how to if say you, it. Because if you care enough, because for me, I don't really care. Like, for me, I still have to get my own shit together on a daily basis. I wouldn't be, like, if you like you said, if you just started wearing your ass cheek out, at some point, I'm going to just ask you about it. Like, <laughs> why is your ass cheek out? Like, what's that about? <laughs> and if you just tell me it's this new thing you're trying or if, like, it's I body positivity. I think it's so cute. I mean, like, that's his ass. Look at his little butt I cheek think, on the train. <laughs> I wouldn't think it was cute or nothing. It might even be, it might even be weird to me, whatever it, it would is. It totally but I would weird, still but be I would like, be like, that's cool that he's comfortable right. with his ass cheek out. So for you to ask her, like, like I feel like maybe you probably even asked her, why you been dressing like this? And she said to you, oh, I'm on this new body positivity kick thing and instead of you just being like oh okay like you finally getting comfortable with yourself girl most people aren't comfortable with themselves you just decided in your head that all the conversations of the other people 
happening around you at times when y'all were out were more important or maybe you had the problem like friend said you have the problem so I don't yeah. think she got the problem I think she does I do because I, don't know I feel if... like she's the one that has the anxiety about it clearly if her friend isn't tripping because if her I friend said... was tripping she would have been like oh, I gotta stop wearing this shit because it's getting hard to be outside if she's still wearing it then that means she's not tripping and that's why I was saying have the conversation with the girl and if you realize if she says it's not even about like it's like it's more of style or whatever. Whatever her reasoning is, is good enough for it to just be good enough. And not that she even needs to give you a reason for why she dresses that way. But just the simple fact of you as a friend might see something wrong with what she's doing. But the way that you processed it, she might not have even processed it that way. Maybe so. I just didn't get the vibe of her. I didn't when when I listened to the letter that she wrote, I didn't get the vibe of her like disagreeing with the style choice. She wrote it from a perspective of like, yo this is what's going on with my friend like am I supposed to say something but style it does she know like I don't even think they talked about like I don't know but where the the style I think it's tricky yeah, yeah. it is tricky because it's she was talking about line. the. she was like she was like what she wears usually worn with something high waisted or the tops are a little looser or flowy but she has a, she has her stomach out it's not paired with quality bottom pieces or high waisted bottoms like it was like I don't want to say it seems almost vain but almost like an imaging thing and maybe for the girl that's just now getting used to her body, her perception of imaging is completely different from this girl's, like her friends. Like they just might be on different pages about something that honestly is really not even the friend's business. And I and I think, too, now that you're reading that part, cause you just remind me that the girl is just now apparently getting comfortable with her body. Mm-hmm. And that could be so triggering. Do you imagine I that? I thought she said she'd been doing that shit for years. Well, she said that she's been doing it for two years, but she said now that she's talking about she's on this Tumblr uh, body positivity kick thing. Which means um, she found a community. She said yeah, she's, you know, she's, she's been dressing like, like this like for getting... a couple of years now, and I'm noticing that I hesitate to invite her places or hang because I'm afraid she'll show up on a tight crop top and leggings with her stomach out. It has happened many times. I think, yeah, that makes it even trickier because, you know, we all, I mean, we all have our issues with our bodies. And when you kind of get over certain issues, whether you worked on it or just realized that it was all in your head or you're just like worried about what people are going to think about it or say, when you know how it is, when you finally get over those little bullshit flaws, for someone to like bring it up or say something could really reverse all of that work. You know, and be triggering and make her feel terrible, which and it's not even a big deal. It's just clothes. Who cares? When I ever since I lived in Atlanta, I've always felt like other in certain ways. So when I moved to New York and saw everybody doing all their bullshit on the train or whatever, I realized that you can do whatever the fuck you want and don't nobody give a fuck. Maybe that's why I feel that way because in New York, like right, right. nothing. So like people, and so once I've like I've like taken that to life, like yeah. I've seen people, even back when I lived in Atlanta, I've talked about many times working in retail and having to work with people who would not greet a customer because of the way that they looked. But it was just a producer in his fucking sweats and a fucking dirty-ass white tee from Chicken Wings coming in to drop (laughs) $10,000. Like, people would just, they perceive one thing and they're just, like, fucked up by it, but it's really not your business. Like, you're there to do a job. You're not supposed to be judging people. Like, you're there to be a friend. You're not supposed to. I don't feel like you. I don't even feel like you're trying to judge this person. I feel like you're trying to, you know, actually be helpful and thoughtful. But maybe you're only not helping place. yourself. You're only thinking of yourself because well, of the fact that you're worried about going out with her and stuff. Just sounds like you're more worried about how this is affecting you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How she's, it's affecting her. Exactly. She's she's trying to help herself in the end by having this conversation because of the conversations that everybody else has been having. She's not yeah. focusing on her friend. 
like no shade to you, girl. I know you're hearing it now, but you know, you're not focusing on your friend who's really struggling with how they look and what that means to them. So just take a step back. And I mean, it might be a tricky conversation to have if you want to have it, but you also at the end of that have to respect whatever they say and feel because it's their life. I agree with that. I see what you're saying though. I do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I see both sides of clearly. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of different for women too. If you do care about your friend, you also, there are things that you just don't want them to deal with. So I get it. Well, hopefully we helped in some way. I know. Okay, we, look, we actually tried this week. That right? was real. This was a debate. Ooh, I'm glad I wasn't the only one on the fence for a minute. <laughs> All right, let's move on over to the black business of the week. Fran, what you got for him? So I wanted to shout out Eve for Life. It, it is the org that our proceeds went to in Jamaica. Hey. Yeah, all the proceeds for our wellness retreat, none of us got paid. We decided to not only work with the uh, locals in Jamaica, but also contribute to a local charity. And we love this one because it supports women and children living with HIV. Wow. Um, e for Life was founded in 2008 in response to a dire need for, uh, for support to women and children living with or affected by HIV and AIDS. Apparently, women in Jamaica face the brunt of the ec- epidemic as caregivers and breadwinners for infected husbands and children. Statistics show that women account for 42% of cases in Jamaica in the age groups between 15 and 24. Mm. Um, and the numbers are doubling. So they're seeking psychosocial support skills to help them lead normal lives. And Eve for Life seeks to fill that gap. Um, it was registered in 2009 as a non-governmental organization. That's an NGO with charitable status. And I love it when the I met with the, the creator of it. Her name is Joy, and she was just so profound. And you know when you can just feel someone's heart? Like that mm. they're really, I don't know what happened to her in her own life that, you know, made her, like, follow this calling with this particular topic. It had to be something to heart, though, because she's so passionate about these girls. And she was talking about it's not just the treatment, you know, and the medications, but it's also your grandmother knowing how to treat you if you're dealing with HIV, your boyfriend, your mom. Mm. You know, she was like, it's one thing to work on your own mental health. What about the people around you? What about the support system? Do they know how to handle um your mental health and your emotional needs and your health needs, you know, and she, so it's like a community thing where they try to tap into everyone that's around these girls. And I found that pretty innovative. I don't think you hear that, you know? No. So it's usually just giving the girls some workshop and maybe some pamphlets, right. you know, but this seems to be fully integrated into their lives. So I was so thankful that we were able to contribute to their funding and I think if you are someone who's listening to this, you should please, please consider uh, sending money their way. If if you don't have the money, at least post about the charity. That's eveforlife.org, E-V-E for life.org. Um, write about them. If you're a blogger, check them out. Maybe next time you're in Jamaica, you can even come and you know, share some of your love and energy and wisdom. Maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're an educator, whatever it is that we can provide for these young women. They're so young, 15 through 24. 
Um, I just think it's it's an org that, like I said, I met the creator and she is truly like an angel on earth. I was mm-hmm. like, there are some wow. people that you don't you don't even know how they're real. She's dedicated her entire life to these girls. So just something that I wanted to put on the world's radar. And thank you to Joy and the ladies of Irie and Ital for even allowing us to cross paths and allowing us to, you know, help in the little way that we could. So eforlife.org. Definitely send them some love if you can. And that's it for this week's Black Business. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? I just wanted to shout out uh, headcrack.nyc for sponsoring me on the tour. They sent me some T-shirts and some hats. I was tagging them on Instagram. Um, It's run by my poppin' friend Glyphix, a rapper from back in the day, early New York City days. I'm talking... Like, yes, check out his uh, his apparel. He's got some really dope pieces out now and more coming for the summertime. That's headcrack.nyc, how we roll, four, five, six. It's a lifestyle. What about you, Dustin? Dope. Um, this week, um, what? Yes. Check out my, I did a playlist with Spotify as part of their Pride Month celebration. Hey. Um, my, all you have to do is go to Spotify, search for Dustin Ross Pride. The playlist will come right up. It's all the good songs for you to listen to while you're getting dressed to go party and celebrate Pride. Um, it'll make you feel good, great energy. So check that out. Please share it, whatever you need to do. It's about Pride, you guys. Yeah, I'll make yes, sure to post pride. that on the uh, friends on Twitter, too, so awesome. you guys can circulate it. For me, I will be in the Dominican Republic next week. Yeah. <laughs> I should, right? Um, for that leg of our wellness tour. I'm so excited because that's the bigger retreat. That's the five-day one. So I really get to dig in dig deep. in with you guys. And, and really, that's when we really bond. Like the girls that, I mean, I've connected with girls in every city. But for some reason, the girls that we connect with in DR, it's just, it's like sisters at this point. They're all my little sisters, and we still keep in touch. And Sisterhood so of the traveling friend. It, it literally is. So I'm excited for that. Um, and, yeah, that's it for now. We have some announcements coming up, but I, I'll wait on that. Some mm, stuff okay. coming up soon. Oh, and, of course, we'll be at Essence Fest. Yes, we yes. will. Yeah, we'll be in Crystal. We'll be, too. So definitely check us out if you're going to essence fest i saw a lot of tweets people being like yeah you coming to our city we're gonna roam around so i'm sure yes. you see us on the I'm street be drinking. looking forward to it okay Yay. so if you see me at the festival buy me a drink and light me up <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for listening as always we love you and we'll see you next week stay thank black you. and protect Bye. your magic Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.